Hey, I'm Michelle. Hey, and I'm Alondra. And welcome to our podcast. Welcome. So we definitely have a lot to talk about um, this week. A lot has happened. I think the country is definitely in mourning. Um, and I, I personally can't shake it off. Like ever since it happened, I'm not in a good place emotionally. I'll be completely transparent with you. Um, I have been doing some TikToks, but there's, I don't have any joy in what I'm doing at this point. And I speak for everybody that's kind of mourning the parents of Uvalde, um, Texas, with all the tragedy that's happened and is, um, and in all honesty for them, their, their mourning period is just beginning. So there's, I mean, we just have to pray for them to have the strength to get through this because in a way, I don't even think they're ever going to get through. It's something that they're going to have just to learn to live with. So it's very unfortunate and very sad. Yeah. Do you see that one of the teachers that had passed her husband died of a heart attack? Oh, for sure. He died from grief. Yeah. I mean, and it, they, they had four kids. And now four kids are without a mom and a dad. And that's, mm -hmm. this is just the beginning of the, those folks road, right? Some people, I mean, it's 14 families, more than 14 families impacted. I mean, in extended families and all of this. And I'm from South Texas. So I'm very familiar with Uvalde and that part of the country because I actually grew up in Corpus Christi. That's not really far from there. And um, it, 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 South Texas is one of those places where if you know somebody from one town, you know the whole town, right? So not necessarily from Corp Corpus is one of the larger cities and San Antonio is obviously one of the biggest cities. But when you're talking about Uvalde, um, Kingsville, Eagle Pass, you know, all those little towns in that, in that area, Robstown, you know, Kingsville. I mean, I can go on and on. It's like, you know, it's one like person and you know, town. yeah, you know, the, the, the whole town. And when I was going to school, um, there wasn't really that many engineering schools, universities. I mean, UTSA wasn't even like, it was a thing, but it wasn't like as big as it is now. So it was people from Uvalde they went to, I went to Texas A&M Kingsville. So if you wanted to stay close to home, that was one of the kind of the first universities in the area that catered to um, the Mexican-American community. Oh, wow. So I'm very familiar with the area. It's 80% Hispanic. Come San Antonio, you're talking about a very large Mexican-American population, very close-knit. I mean, the largest town people go to sometimes is San Antonio. Some of the people from that area either go to Corpus, which Corpus doesn't really have a lot of industry, but the next place to go if you're from those towns is San Antonio. So like in my home, in my hometown, Corpus Christi, which is a medium-sized city, um, everybody from Corpus goes to San Antonio. And as a matter of fact, even going to my extended friends and even my sister's friends, when we started talking about it, we found that there was people that we actually either knew through somebody that is impacted, had a relative or was um, called one of my best friends in San Antonio. And she told me that one of her coworkers, well, one of his brother, he's from Uvalde and his brother was actually shot in the whole, in the whole, in the whole incident. So it's, it feels very familiar to me, even though I don't know a huge amount of people from Uvalde, 
but I know the culture and I know the people and it's, it's where I'm from, right? In terms of culturally. So when I saw that and I saw that it happened, it 100% broke my heart. And then it was like elementary school. And I think what makes this different from Sandy Hook is that now with internet and social media, the visibility is yeah. like you're actually seeing the parents in real time, right? You're actually seeing family members talk about it on, on social media, on Twitter, on TikTok, on Instagram. And so you're seeing Anderson Cooper right there talking to the parent in real time. Not that that didn't happen in Sandy Hook, but I think we're much more connected through social media and through technology as a country than we were back then. Yeah, and I think that's, yeah. that's the big difference. So when we saw those kids' faces and when we, I mean, you could see that the, um, you know, reporters in the media are supposed to be kind of stoic, but you saw some of them break down as a lot of people broke down. I mean, I know I broke down in tears when I heard the whole the whole situation, it literally broke my heart and has really been something that's been heavy on my heart um, this whole week. Yeah, it's tough to see everything, especially with knowing that the officers didn't do anything. And if the officers were so scared to go in because he had an AR, then what are we doing letting people buy ARs if cops are too scared to go in and do their job at a school like that? Like, that's one of those situations where it's like, you don't want the officers to get shot. And obviously I was a first responder as well as a paramedic for a while. And it's like scene safety, right? But at what cost for scene safety for this? I mean, he encountered multiple officers before he even went in. Um, they keep saying there was an on-cop or on-site campus cop, but then there wasn't. There's just so much conflicting things. And then some of the officers went in and were able to get their kids out, but then they were detaining some of the parents outside. And that's just, I don't know. That's so crazy. I, I mean, DPS came out and said that there was error, like there was an error, like the way that they managed it was there, there was a decision yeah, and it was the wrong decision. Backlash. Yeah, because yeah, they're catching backlash, that's why. But it's not even the, right now at this point, it's not even the, um, the chief of police that's talking. Like it's, right. it's above that. And he's saying, look, this guy made a wrong decision, right? Then at the end of the day, it was his responsibility. And here's the here's the thing. They you, made a lot of wrong decisions, though. They exactly. literally called out for the kids to like to the kids to ask them if anybody needed help. And of course, they're little kids, and they're going to yell back. And then a little kid yelled out, and then that kid got shot. Exactly. Like, there were I mean, a lot of wrong decisions made. It was a great. I mean, it was it was horrible. Like it was. You're right. One hundred percent a lot of wrong decisions there's no excuse i just feel that from the chief of police and there's it doesn't seem to be any ownership and keep in mind like when i compare them to firefighters yeah. a firefighter will go in and save when someone. the building's burning down yeah when, when the, the building, building is burning, is burning down 
will go in and take and pull people out when the building is burning down. If, in my opinion, if you're a police officer, you made a decision to put your life on the line for other people. Yep. And in this particular case, yep. to protect and serve. And in this particular case, they did not protect and they did not serve. And to your point, a lot of wrong decisions were made. And at this point, somebody's got to be held accountable. Well, I've, and their argument, right? Their argument for like, the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. How many fucking good guys with a gun did we have? And they did not stop the bad guy with the gun, right? This is their argument that more people need to be armed and this wouldn't happen. But how many people were armed at this scene and it still happened because they were too scared to go scared. in and use their power. They had AR-15s. They should anyway. Their officers, pretty much all officers, have some kind of rifle with them. You Agreed. Know? And, and it took one guy. And I don't know. They haven't showed his face. I haven't seen him. They said that a Border Patrol officer was the one that went in. He got shot. Yeah, they said that a Border yeah, Patrol officer got shot. Yeah. But it, the one that shot him was the Border Patrol officer. That's what I heard. Hmm. Yeah, that's who, that's who killed him. Um, but they haven't shown the border patrol officer space. Now, granted, this was initially they had said one of the they waited for a border patrol border patrol officer came in. The border patrol officer got shot, and that's the person who, um, you know, took him out basically. You know, but I it, saw um, online. Sorry, I saw online. I don't know who it was talking about it, but it was some politician who was like basically blaming it on whoever left the back door open. Granted, the back door shouldn't have been left open, but stuff like this shouldn't even be a risk factor. For sure. Like to blame it on a teacher who left the door open, You, how about like, why do people need rifles like that? You're All deflecting... they're made for is killing it mass, mass amounts. You're deflecting from the situation. And here, here's a thought. The federal government keeps private industry, keeps individuals accountable for adhering to certain laws and regulations. Where are the laws and regulations holding these officers accountable? Where are the laws and regulations holding these regulators accountable? They're yep. out they're out fighting each other with petty arguments, to be honest with you. And when they went after these Republicans, because in all honesty, it's Michelle, both, I don't even think there's, a, it's, it's not, it's not a Republican or democratic issue. This is at this point in time, it's a people issue. Yep. And they were elected to do their job. So are they beholden to the American people or are they beholden to the lobbyists? And right now it looks to me that they're beholden the to the lobbyists. Yep. 100%, 100%. And I am livid and I'm angry because at this point, protest. Yeah. You, you know, you go to protest, you vote, you write your senator, yeah. your governor, your congressman, nothing. Because they're not beholden to the American people. They're beholden to what makes them comfortable. It wasn't their kids. If the police, if the, those officers, if their kids were in there, they would have ran in there. Now, a lot of people are they asking. They were in there and they went and got their kids out. Ridiculous. Some of the officers went and got their kids out. Insane. Yeah.
I, I feel hopeless, you know, with our government. It's just like so blatant in our face right now that really our voting doesn't do anything and what the people want really isn't being stood for at all. And you can see that with like polls that are being done with what the American people support but are not being passed in Congress and Senate. And it's this whole bipartisan, let's fight, blah, 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 extreme on this side, extreme on that side, getting nothing done. Both parties don't show up to shit. Like we had the Democrats a couple years ago who refused to show up, even flew out of, out of the state to another state just so they didn't have to show up to something that the Republicans wanted to vote on. And now we have it with the Republicans who don't want to show up to vote on the things that need to be done because the Democrats are trying to pass certain things. And to me, that's, there's no other job that you could no call, no show and still have your job. Exactly. Exactly. No call that you can call somebody names like they've called AOC and yeah. still have a job that you can act the way you can't and still have a job. So and these are the people of, our leaders, right? Our leaders who are really needing um, HR appointments for their exactly. freaking behavior, right? They've got racist behavior going on, sexist behavior going on, sh like comments that have to do with religion going on. Like we need HR to come in and be like, um, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, yeah, HR that works on behalf of the American people, like that are beholden yeah. to the American people to say, look, this is this is this is who you're beholden to. Because at this point, the way things are looking, I mean, I'm just extremely frustrated. I know. I, again, I feel hopeless. It's like I, we went to do um, early voting or whatever. Uh, what was it? Um, the runoffs. Right. We went to do the runoffs, yeah. I guess, of last week or whatever. And you go in and they give you the thing and they ask you, do you want a democratic thing or do you want a republic thing? And that's what you get. Those are your choices. Right. Ridiculous. And then you have only the democratic runoff. And it's just like, you should be able to also do the Republican runoff at the same time. You should have a choice on who you want to pick and you will eventually on November uh, 4th or whatever it is when you can actually choose certain certain people for certain seats, Democrat or Republican, but not, you know, nobody is all one thing. No. Nobody is all in support of all what the blue believe and all, well, I mean, except for your extremist, right? Because that's what extremist is, is all in on one thing with no regard, yeah. just because. For sure. But, the majority of people are not like that. The majority of people would be willing to either pay the same tax rate or a little more if they knew that they could go to the doctor anytime they wanted or the um, dentist without having to pay anything. The sure. majority of Americans are willing to do that, right? All just, it's, yeah, it's so frustrating. And it's just, it leaves you feeling hopeless because it doesn't really matter who you vote on, especially with the presidency, right? Because you've got the electoral college, which is very manipulated because of the way the state's lines are drawn and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, it really feels hopeless at this point. And you're really seeing that really probably one of the most corrupt countries in the world is the U.S.
like we didn't know it already, but it's really showing right now. Oh yeah, they hid. I mean, they're not hiding; they're ugly. Let's put it that way. Uh -uh. You know, and right now they're really showing their ugliness. And at this point, I was so angered at those Republican congressman that they were going up to so as there was this journalist going up to them and asking them questions and even ted i mean ted cruz uh, forget it like he just uh, uh, i you know what if yeah, there was a person garbage. that that was a selfish um a man that's him and i don't know i don't even know if he if he's still speaking with the nra i have absolutely no idea I think he planned um, on still going to the NRA thing uh, today or whenever it was. Um, Abbott said he wasn't going to go. Uh, he was going to stay with the Uvalde stuff, but he did make a video for it so he could do both things at once. But I don't know if you heard the like company, I guess, that makes the AR-15. They actually pulled out of the NRA convention. You know, at this point, it's not about Democrat to your point. It's not about Democrat and Republicans. It's what's doing. No. It's what's doing best for the American people. Right. It's yep. making sure that our kids go to school safe. And without having to have a militia on campus. Yeah. Without having a militia on campus. Parents are scared. There's no reason why you need to drop off your kid and not know if that your child's going to come back or not. At this point. It's, I feel, I feel like my hands are tied and I think everybody feel, yeah. I think we're, we're as a country, we're mourning, we're angry, we're frustrated and we want our um, lawmakers to do their job and for them not to give a straight answer is in a situation that deserves a straight answer is absurd. I mean, you have Jimmy Kimmel crying. Mm -hmm. on national tv yeah and it's not just the school stuff it's so much stuff right now right like yeah just <laughs> so much there's so much going on and it's just overwhelming that mm -hmm. the american people really can't do anything right no like we i mean unless we really came together but everybody's so divided right now which is weird because everybody wants the same thing right now. They want their freedom. They want to be able to live comfortably. They want health care. They want their kids safe. They want to be able to afford food and gas. They want clean air for their kids in the future. They want all these things. But we are so divided that we just can't come together and do something, right? Like shut down business for a day. And you know, I understand that some people can't just not work for the day because then they're not going to be able to buy food. They're not going to be able to do life. Right. But I don't know. We really need to come together somehow and at least maybe pick one company a day that we start protesting on. And we just don't go to that company that day. Right. If you want to get coffee, go to a different company um, than than the big one. I'm not going to name it right now because my daughter works there. But, <laughs> you know, like boycott these companies day by day so it's not like you just don't go to any company you know like if you need gas to buy gas that day maybe just don't go to 7-eleven don't go to yes. x on that day don't go to you know walmart this day go to kroger that day you know something something where it's really affecting these businesses 
um, and shutting stuff down to where it really it hits them in the pocketbook because that's really the only place they care about. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest problems that we have right now with capitalism, right? Capitalism isn't bad, but the way that we're doing capitalism is because in order to have successful capitalism, you have to eliminate spending and increase profits. Yeah, for sure. No matter what, right? Because if you're not making profits, then you're not becoming bigger. But at, at what expense? And also, when is enough? Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, those are definitely deep questions, right? And I get it. I mean, at this point, I think we're just all frustrated and we don't know what to do. I don't think we don't know what to do at the at this point. We're like at the mercy of begging Ted Cruz to do the right thing. Right. Begging our lawmakers to do the right thing. Like, you know, Abbott and um, Cruz, right? They're little Trumpers. They're extremists. They're literally extremists. They're in support of a person instead of the United States. Yeah. And, and I think that's unfortunate. Or beholden to the people that they're getting their, their funds from, right? Like, and, and it shouldn't be that way. It really shouldn't be that way. And I'm sure that there's lawmakers up there. I should I don't want to paint everybody with a with the same I'm pretty sure that there's lawmakers up there that are yeah. fair. Sure. And that are re, that really took the really took their position and really said, I really ran for office to take care of the American people. That was my sole reason for running. I'm sure that they're up there, right, in Washington, DC. We have but, Katie Porter. Katie Porter, mm -hmm. she's, I think, a California representative. She's amazing. You got AOC. I don't really know about the other girls with AOC. I don't know AOC, a lot about them. There's the AOC is probably the most popular. The the I can't remember her name, the one from Michigan. She's also very um very kind of direct. I think um the lady from Hawaii, I think is pretty middle of the road. I can't remember her name. Tuli, Tuli. Don't remember what Tulsi? her name is. Tulsi. Is it? Not her name. Yeah. And AOC. It just, it just feels to me. And I'll be honest, I'm almost 100% positive that those ladies are not unreasonable. If somebody would say <laughs> like, look, I made a mistake. I really want to fix things. Let's, let's get together and do this. I'm, you know, I think that they were they're They're willing to come to the table and say, Let's do this. But if oh, the yeah. one side is not willing, then it's, and I mean, look at the way they've treated these women. I mean, in all honesty. Yeah. And and for why? Because she's telling you the truth? And yeah, you just don't like to see that? Their, yeah, yeah, it you doesn't just, like, what they want. See that about you? And then you make excuses? I think it's time. I think the American people are fed up. I think they want to hear, they want to hear their um, politicians, hold their politicians accountable and they want some sort of reform so that children can go to school and feel safe. Yep. Yep. I'm so glad that my daughter, so she, her last uh, like day in school was in December. She fine, like fully graduates right now, like the last day of school, mm -hmm. whenever that was. Um, so she's done, but right before she actually 
was finishing up, they were having so many issues, man, like huge fights, huge fights at the school where kids were bringing literally guns for these fights. And she goes to a 10 of 10 school. Yeah. You know, it it doesn't matter because I think that was one of the statements that that guy who was talking about the teacher leaving the door open was also basically blaming it on the parents on like, well, you know, basically you should really evaluate where you let your kids go to school. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like you're going to blame the parents. This is a small town. They have probably one elementary school, if that. Right. What are they going to do? They're going to bust their kid, you know, an hour this way and an hour that way. Is that insane? Absolutely makes no sense. But here's the thing. It makes no sense. It makes no logical sense. But they're not even thinking of what they're saying at this point. They just want to make a statement. They just want to deflect. That's what it is. It's deflection. And they're trying to don't take my guns. Yeah, don't take my guns. Even though a majority for one, because they're like, like the whole argument right of like we need our guns in case of a tyrannical government are you going to be able to fight the large one of the largest militaries in the world and you know that's you know what's funny that's a marxist argument that's a leftist argument actually it's a it's i mean that's what that's why there's a lot of so let's be honest there's a lot of liberals that own guns there's a lot of liberals sure. and that's kind of yeah. like the Marxist argument. You know, you want the working class to, to upheaval, whatever that, so that is, a, that's a very leftist argument. Um, well, that's what you see with a lot of the Republicans, yeah. right? Is right now is like, these are our guns so we can stand up against a tyrannical government, right? We say it's liberal, but that's literally what the Republicans are putting or conservatives are putting at- their stance. And you, if you look at those two extremes, that's one thing they have in common. That's yep. one thing they have in common. If you look at the, they end up making full, full circle right there. Yeah. Right there. And I'm not, I'm not against people owning guns, but we mm-hmm. definitely need to, if somebody's going to like, I think it's Australia that it's not that they can't own guns in Australia, but you have to prove why you need a gun. And I don't think they do ARs at all. But, um, you know, when we got the Second Amendment, guns weren't what we have now. It was like muskets. Nope. <laughs> it wasn't mass killing yeah. things. And nope. there's zero reason that a normal person needs an AR-15. Like you, you're not- saying, you're not you, but like people saying that we need them for a tyrant tyrannical government for one you can only shoot one gun at a time yep you don't need five ars nope you know and yeah i i get it to an extent but like i also don't get it because like my dad for instance has psychological issues mm-hmm. my dad went and bought a gun the like a few, i think it was like a month ago now he has a couple mm-hmm. guns and he also is very under the like idea right now that the government is out to get him specifically that our bloodline is related to um, Valiant Thor, 
which I don't know if you're familiar with, but no. was supposedly like the alien in the Pentagon and like one of the, I forget which president's like right-hand man or something like that. Yeah, I'm like, dad, don't you think we would be a lot better off if that was true? Don't you think we'd be rich if that was true? <laughs> like we're the bloodline of some kind of crazy alien that worked in the Pentagon and like the planes flying over his house or leaving him messages and shit like that. And he literally is like off his rocker and was able to buy a gun, just walk in and get it. Uh, I think, I think I lost you for a second. I think your internet went out. good okay cool. all right we're back <laughs> okay technical if technical difficulties technical <laughs> issues so we're back we're back so, but yeah i mean people who are on psychiatric medication can go in and buy a gun if you are on psychiatric medication to the point where you have to t or if you're if you have psychiatric issues to the point where you have to be on psychiatric medication you are not stable enough to own a weapon no no. And you shouldn't. Mm-mm. Because why are you on it? You're depressed? Do you feel like killing yourself? Do you feel like killing yeah. other people? Like, why are you on these psychiatric medications? For sure. For sure. There's no reason. Like and, I, he, and I 100% agree with you. That 18-year-old kid could go and get those ARs, walk in, and walk out with them. No questions asked. Just like that. I mean, and apparently that's how he got them. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. No, he just went in on his 18th birthday. Just like that other guy. Insane. It's insane. And it's unfortunate. So you got all these families. And it's not just the Uvalde. It's the Buffalo, New York. Yep. Sandy Hook. The, I mean... Um... What's his name? Kyle Rittenhouse with the BLM thing, right? Like walking around with the AR. He was allowed to do that. I think what he was like 18. It's insane. It's insane. There's no reason. There's, there, there's no reason. And I mean, the thing is that we assess everything else, right? Like we assess everything else. You know, you can't get in, into a car without having training without passing a test training insurance insurance um, yeah vision test you have to be able to see which means so we make certain requirements we have certain standards yep. for someone to drive a vehicle yet we have absolutely no standards for someone to go buy a weapon and that to me is insane Yep. And the crazy thing is that I believe it's like 95% of Americans support having pretty much all those things that you have for the car in order to buy a gun. Oh, for sure. And if you took at people who are really aficionados of a weapon, they will say they need to know how it works. Yeah. So not too long ago, there was a gentleman, I think some little kid went knocking on the, the, I don't know if you saw that video, um, with, this, the whip. These, with the whip and then the yep. dad went in and he accidentally shot the gun and 
one of my friends who who's a gun aficionado was like, you know, there's no reason why that weapon should have just, you know, shot on itself. He had his hand on the trigger because you can technically drop a gun on the floor and it won't go off. Right. right? Unless you don't maintain it and things like that. Yeah. You're never supposed to to put your finger on the trigger unless you're ready to shoot it. Exactly. And you look at him and like, this guy was not trained. Obviously, what sort of training course did he take into? So you have to train. Taken a training course, and I know that you're not supposed to put the trigger, put your finger on the trigger unless you're ready to shoot. Like exactly, (laughs) you. But he didn't have it. He had absolutely no sort of training, no sort of requirement, no sort of test, no sort of background check, absolutely nothing. And to me, my personal opinion, that is insane. And what yeah. we're and we're the, the consequences of that is what we're going through now. You know, if and women now, just went out in mass and bought guns, they would start regulating that shit. Oh, if all I'm women sure. went out and bought oh. guns, especially right now, they would start regulating that shit. One hundred percent. And you're gonna think I have this crazy theory, and this is gonna be. And I don't know if I brought it up to you. I have this crazy theory. I think that if men find out the way to reproduce, that means that they can develop eggs and reproduce without women. I think we're gone. I think Uh, we're gone. So they actually, I think there's actually already been a uterus transplant and I believe the man died. Oh yeah. Well, cause see like, for one, their hips are not made like our hips, right? Like, for also, where's it going to come out unless they get a C-section? Their oh, back this is, is not totally... made to carry a baby. Like, for sure, Michelle, this is totally sci-fi in my head. Like, this is this is not like if they had the ability to do it. Like, let's say they didn't they... even have to suffer. They have a womb outside. They do. They, I know they have that technology, but let's just say they perfected it. I really think in my sci-fi idea of a head, you know, actually, this would probably be a great topic for a movie. If <laughs> that, if they had the ability to do that, they would be like, "Why do we need women? We don't need women, and we'd yeah. be goners." They'd be like, "They all kill themselves." All men society. They would all, all kill themselves. Society. Yeah, because yeah. they they have to have power, and oh, I'm what sure. does power lead you? War, right? Because if you look oh. back in like ancient history, it was a lot of killing because it was a lot of men running shit, and they were just savage, just savage, just killing each other, heads on stakes, and oh, it wouldn't work. <laughs> it wouldn't work. They would all kill themselves. I'm just saying they it probably be I mean probably the beginning of the end for sure. I mean for sure. It start with like they got you know I could just see the movie voice. They got rid of the women first. And then you know and then yeah, it would just go I into this know, like terror. Men like sex. They oh, like they'd find sex other ways. They'd find other ways. Yeah, that they would. Probably got the AI robot things. Oh, for sure. They could AI find other ways robot. and they Yeah, they would be whatever they're bidding. I mean, heck, now granted, in my mind, this is like year 50, 60 or something, something insane like that, right? It's like, 
you know, they've decided. Yeah. So, but, in, but I mean, just, I don't know. I just really, just because this came to mind when I know we were talking about Vanessa Paradis' husband, Samuel, I think in one of our other previous podcasts, but where he, the man who killed this woman only got three, only got served eight, only got eight years and only served four. And this was in France, right? European nation, we assume progressive, right? Uh, assume, right? Let's yeah. roughly, right? Assume progressive. But even here in the United States, we, we assume to be progressive, right? Quote, unquote. Um, yeah, but we're these not. Things, but we're not. These things happen. And when you think about all around the world, you think about this lady in France, four years. Here in the United States, indigenous women and women of color are, you know, they're missing. They go missing. Nobody finds them. Yeah. You know, and even it, it, even that, even like women who are just lower socioeconomic level, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter what color you are. A police officers are not going to worry about you. Right. And those girls in Africa, remember, they went missing during the Obama administration. Yeah. Who knows whatever happened to them? And when you start looking at women's rights globally and the way women are treated globally, that's what led me to think, hmm, if they were able to get, you know, if they look at the way now that we're so progressive and women's rights have gone so far, right, um, that things like this are still happening, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, I just it's like we're trying it. to turn back the clock. I mean, crazy. Exactly. So- the day that, that the children can be had without the use of a woman, it's in in my now again my sci-fi fictional world that I created in my head. Yeah. If I see a movie out about this, I'm gonna be like, regardless, we would be gone. It'd be like we're done. I mean, they then yeah. About the whole thing, this lady, this French actress was a woman who came from privilege. So she came from privilege, obviously came from money. I don't know if he had more money. I didn't go that deep into the rabbit hole, but somehow he got away with it. So to me, I mean, if, if, if it doesn't matter what social economic you're at, if, if, yeah. uh, if there is a man that is in a higher position of power than you are, the likelihood of him serving time for what he did to a crime against a woman there's a strong possibility that he may not be doing any time oh yeah especially in the u.s especially in the u.s i mean look at the time that rape victims get or people who have family assault or child uh like child violence they they don't serve shit like my ex had multiple accounts of assault he even had um endangering what is assault to a child or endangering a child with intent to harm or some shit like that. He didn't get any time, any time. He had multiple drug charges, always let him out. It, they don't care. When it comes to stuff like that, they just don't care. And I don't know. I mean, until they start doing something to where the rapist gets more time than a person who 
has an abortion, you know what I'm saying? Like they're trying to give women who have abortions more time than a rapist gets or murderers even. I mean, rapists get slapped on the wrist. Oh, oh, is, do you remember that one guy who uh, sexually assaulted, uh, he was a college student and he sexually assaulted this girl who was drunk. Um, if somewhere on the Kavanaugh? East Coast, was it? No, 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 no. This no, one, he I went, know. he, yeah, it wasn't, no, it was, um, what was it? He said, he assaulted this girl. She was, she was drunk. She was drunk, like in the street and he assaulted her. And, um, he ended up getting like zero time. Zero. Not a surprise. For what he did. At all. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate and it's sad. I saw recently somebody talking about some kid who had literally, I think like four accounts of women saying that he had raped them or something and he, he got nothing. Oh yeah. Some young kid who's, you know, 19 or some shit like that. 1920 had like four women come out. I think it was and say they had raped that he had raped them and he got nothing because he's a young kid, they didn't want to ruin his future. And he like, gets the opportunity to ruin everybody else's, right, in the mix. Yeah. And here's the thing, people think that when somebody gets assaulted, it only impacts the woman. But let me tell you, it impacts their parents, it impacts her partner, it may even impact her kid. It impacts, that one incident impacts that whole family to the point that there is even like I want to call I don't want to call it tribal, but almost like a tribal shift in the way that they view the world, right? The yeah. family's no longer the same. Um, and I mean I I love watching a crime documentaries, right? But in one of those those crime documentaries, it's like the there was a like when somebody passes. Typically, when somebody gets murdered, tragically raped, whatever, within that family, like that pain is felt for generations it's like they had the grandkids you know of what have they don't they were like we knew something happened traumatic in the family we just didn't know the gravity of it but it impacted them they knew that something that had impacted that whole family and that can impact generations of that family mm -hmm. right because and now they're like well sometimes when people aren't allowed to sleep over at somebody's house, like parents that don't allow, something may have happened traumatically, yeah, we don't right? Do that. Yeah, there's people that don't allow sleepovers. Well, did something like where did that come from? Well, right? there's did too many, there's too many fucked up people out there. Like, oh, for sure. One in four women, and this is just the women that we know about that come oh, forward. For sure. One in four women will have some kind of sexual assault. Or abuse done to them. One in four. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And that's again just what we know about, right? And then you've got all of these predators who these churches have been keeping under wraps, right? You saw the Southern Baptist stuff, oh. that 700 and something list of people they've been keeping secret. That other pastor that just came out and said that he had. Adultery, adultery, not realizing that it uh, was really not adultery. It may have been adultery, but it was also pedophilia because she was, she was underage. 15. Yeah. 
and, and she was crying the whole the whole family's like this is something that i've carried for the rest of my life and what's funny is they say that nobody went to her that they all went you know toward they the past did. did you see it i did see it and i was in it and my heart broke my heart broke because let me tell you and i and i grew up in a christian christian household right and I've been to a church where there's the, where the, the pastor truly lives his, his life, right? That truly lives his belief system that has been, that was nothing but love that didn't, didn't ask for money from his congregation, right? That was truly benevolent. So I know what a person who really, truly lives their faith. And let me tell you that these people that profess are not yeah. professing are not truly believing or not truly treating with are not living by the golden rule treat others as you would like you know yourself to be treated right like that yeah. golden rule they're they're not living that and they they're living abuse and then they hide behind the sh the shadow of religion and are like oh um you know i've committed i'm you know he did this and i know if you saw the video he did this huge um speech and made it sound really pretty and you know everybody's like oh he's such a great guy this happened 20 years and ago the and the whole he... congregation prayed with him and like and he was and he was yeah down it... dirty and horrible and look i'm not here to judge with the man but because at the end of the day he it's it's between him and god but it really should be between him god and the law to be honest with yeah. you right and why doesn't he turn himself in you know, because he well, left clearly he didn't realize it was pedophilia. He just thought it was adultery. He now he's at twenty years down the line, but when it served his purpose, did yeah. he? I mean, he knew he it was not okay. I'm sure to mess with a fifteen year old at the time, and he didn't think about it probably right now that oh yeah, she was fifteen when that started. So, oh. yeah. He knew 20 years ago, he knew he wasn't supposed to. He was just acting the like, oh, the statute of limitations is over. So now, after I've been being paid by this congregation for 20 years, now I'm going to go off and step off of, of, I mean, to me, it's just come, it's just ridiculous. And he gave her a purity ring. What a jerk. Yeah. What a jerk. And my heart breaks for that poor girl who had to live like that for the rest of for the her life. See, Traumatized. And this is and still going thing. to that church. Still yeah. going to that church. She she was still going to that church. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way once I would have became an adult and I couldn't I could make my own choices for myself. No way I'd still be going to that church and seeing him every day or whatever every time I was at church. No way. She she I mean, you know. And I think it goes back to that whole, well, I'm going to forgive him. I'm going to be a good, you know, she could forgive him 10,000 miles away. Like she doesn't need to stay there. No, you know, you don't and need to your stay abuser in a... every day. That's so and weird to abuser. me. That's so weird to me. Be like being abused. I don't, I would not want to. Because I it went not. on, you know what, Michelle? It went on for years with probably no therapy. No therapy. Yeah, no still, no mm -hmm. therapy and hidden. And the way I see people is I feel, feel so 
people are like degrees, right? So you have really strong people with a strong character, and then you have people that aren't that strong. Yeah. Right. And I mean, it's, it, and it's unfortunate. There's people that are like, for example, that man that we talked about earlier, who his wife died and he passed out of grief. There's people that can't handle yeah. something like that in their lives that will go down a dark path. Will either, they will either destroy themselves with substances or will, will just die from grief. Right. Eventually, yeah. well, gets they, some... they had been married for 20 years, from what I understand. That a teacher, her and her husband had been married for 20 years. I mean, that's that's quite a long time. That's just like, you know, you see couples that have been married for usually longer than that. When they're older, the one of them dies usually shortly after the other one dies. Um, they knew each other from eighth grade, and they were high school sweethearts. So from eighth grade yeah. to high school, he grew up with her. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, eighth grade, 14, seventh grade is 13, 14. Uh, since you were, you were with this person, you're in your forties and you were with this person since you were 15 years old Yeah. and you loved your wife. Uh, there's people who are married. I know we had, we had this conversation. There's people who are married that truly love their spouse. Few and far between, yeah. <laughs> but there's a, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's a percentage of the, the truth. And this guy was in love with his, it broke him to the point yeah. that he died from grief. And I always thought that that was kind of like a Latin thing, you know, cause you know how Latin Latino people are really all like, rom like romantic and real, you know, passionate. Um, so it was always a thing that we used to, like, he died from a broken heart. Um, but I didn't think it applied to did. other cultures. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know it applied to other cultures. So then when I heard that he died from grief, I had never heard that that term used when somebody passes from grief. But apparently it's it. I mean, it's it's a universal thing. Yep. And it's it's it, that to me, it broke my heart when I heard that again. I have cried so much this week. Because of every when I, I broke down, when I saw the 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 EMT talk about his daughter i think she was he had an interview with anderson cooper i believe he was an EMT um that was at the scene and oh, he found I out think that I his, saw a little i think i saw a little clip of yeah he he found out his daughter had passed through her best friend right um there was this other the other guy that was like i was so happy to have the privilege of this yeah, you know, of my daughter to be my daughter. I was so, you know, the privilege for her to raise her to this point. You know, you had these um, parents like literally cry, not knowing what to do. And you know what? And I know what it's like to lose a loved one and be like, you don't want, you don't know what to do. You don't want condolences. You don't want food. I mean, there's nothing in your life that when you lose someone that's that close to you during those year in this crazy state that you don't know, mm -hmm. you don't, you don't know. And so I totally identified with them where they didn't know. He said, I don't want condolences. I don't want this. I don't want, like, you don't, you don't know what to do. You, you know, do you donate yeah. money? You go over there and just love on them. I mean, I know Megan Markle went down there to just love on them right? Just an act of service, right? Do you, you send money? I know that there's folks that are, 
driving down there, there was this one chef who's driving down there to specifically make meals for them. Right. right. Yeah. So what do you do? Do you pray for them from afar and hopefully that they make because the road they have ahead of them, those parents is going to be a tough road. Yeah. Especially if it was like their only kid or, or I mean, even if it's not like, it's just going to be. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to be rough. It's going to be a whole life adjustment. Oh, they're, they're never Christmas is never going to be the same. Nothing in their life is going to be the same. The amount mm -hmm. of people that are going to get divorced because of this, the amount of like yeah. the, the devastation that that's going to that rippling effect of devastation. That's going to be people are not going to there's people that are gonna, if they go to therapy, it's fine. There's going to be addictions. All of this devastation that's that's to come. Because mm -hmm. not not only did this person do this, like the physical, but the whole emotional aspect of it, like you're in a situation where it could happen to anybody and you could lose that and your life could be, you know, could, that could happen to you. It's it's just, I, I totally identified, I think everybody did, identified with the pain, like felt that pain. It, it just, it just broke my heart. I... I've been carrying this, this, um, this pain, like all like week, this emptiness that, and then it, it with no end in sight, when are we going to correct mm -hmm. this issue? Nobody knows. It's yeah, oh. it's not, it's not going to get corrected unless, I mean, I did find it very interesting that the company that makes the AR pulled themselves from the NRA convention this weekend, but like, what are they going to do? as the distributor of the AR-15. Maybe they need to do something. If our lawmakers aren't gonna do something, maybe the, the company that makes the AR-15 needs to only produce them for military personnel or something. If, if, um, our, if our politicians aren't gonna make a change, maybe we leave it to the rifle company that's making them, right? I we mean- private industry. Yeah, are are they going to take responsibility because their gun is pretty much the only one that's killing people in mass amounts? I mean, should they, should they just say amongst themselves, say, you know what, it's not worth it. We'll make money other ways. I mean, they could, they could. We would, we could hope, we could would hope, and pray that they decide to make that change and say, hey, we're going to do this on our own. We've decided. I mean, it's not to say, but it's not to say that private companies can't do the same thing. Like here at this store, we require, we require, we require a 48 hour waiting period before you purchase our, you know what I mean? We don't give it to you immediately. I don't think, I don't think the companies can do that because of the laws that have been passed on like mm -hmm. the freedom of being able to purchase the gun via bill that was passed or whatever. I don't think a company can say, well, you're going to have to wait 48 hours because our politicians have made it to where you are not, you don't have to like, and it's your right to be able to not have to kind of weird. I am sure that they, uh, yeah, I don't know enough about what the law, like the laws are. I don't know if they, from a private industry perspective, they can, or they can just not sell them. Right. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Most of the time, yeah. those gun companies are like where you go buy the guns at, right? They're gun enthusiasts that typically own those shops and feel that it's their right to bear arms. 
which great. I, like I said, do not have a problem with people having the right to bear arms. If you're trained, if you are psychologically able to, um, things like that. You know, if they're being kept in a safe place that only you are able to access, um, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. It's got to be safe. You can't just have every Tom, Dick, and Harry running around with one. I mean, I don't know if you heard the video or the audio that was out, I guess, when the Columbine stuff happened a long time ago, right? No, it, it was another situation like this where the NRA was having a convention that same week and there's audio of the people that are going to do the NRA convention talking about the nuts showing up because pretty much the only people that would show up were going to be the nuts and the fruitcakes. If you're going to say that about people who you know own guns that you're calling them nuts and fruitcakes, should they be allowed to own those guns? Yeah. I mean, that's, you bring up a valid point, should they, right? And at this, you know, the, the legislators just need to, I mean, they just, politicians just need to figure it out, right? Our representatives need to figure it out. They need to yeah. come up with a plan and they need to execute it and that's it. And they can't come up with a plan because heck, right now we're rattling off ideas so like we're rattling off ideas they can sit in a room with a dry erase board and rattle off ideas and see what sticks and get together you know republicans and democrats and come up with a, a comprehensive gun law that you know that's going to make everybody happy and yet restrict you know just anybody going and off and buying a firearm because like everybody's saying there's no reason for an 18 year old kid to go on his 18th birthday and buy an, a weapon and not be prepared. He have absolutely no requirements. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to go buy a Coke. Well, and like, most of the people who are being angry about legislation being made are your enthusiasts and your nuts, right? Like, you're not going to take my gun, blah, blah, blah. Like, for what? You are so worried about a tyrannical government, not to say that it can never happen, but again, you and okay, how many people own guns, right? Like a few million own guns and that few million are going to fight one of the largest militaries in the world who has military bombers and planes and stuff like that. It just... It doesn't make sense. You think you're going to win against a tyrannical government that has cannons and planes and all of these different large equipment that could literally take out a whole fucking city or more. All right. All right. I don't think really much is going to change with it because this, was it the Senate? Was it the Senate? that just made it basically to where donating money is considered free speech. And now oh, these the Supreme politicians, Court. Supreme Court, now the politicians and in, in these big corporations can literally donate as much as they want because that's their free speech. 
Like it's, what? I, I don't know what they're doing. Absolutely don't know what they're doing. They and also just made it to where um, the appeal process, did you hear about that? No. So like if not. you had, if you were sentenced in jail or prison and for whatever reason your attorney sucked or maybe there's new evidence now, mm-hmm. you don't get to um, have that appeal. It's interesting. Like if you had a shitty lawyer, it doesn't matter. There's no appeal process for that now for new information. Like you're, if you're in jail and you're sentenced to death, that's it. I have to read up on that because we all know that a public defender is working a lot of cases. Like they and don't they have suck. the time. They're well, working they for the have, state. But the, but at the end of the day, they don't have the time, right? Right. They don't that have the too. time to go through all the uh, all the cases, and there's there's public defenders that truly, truly that, that yeah. truly care. Um, so I don't want to paint everybody with the same brush, right? That truly right. care, and they're really working hard to um to do their job. But when yeah. you have X number of cases to do, and your docket's full, I mean, do you have really yeah. the time to dedicate one hundred percent to every single one of them? In one of those cases, no. no, no, yeah, and it and it's sad. It's it's sad because there's people that want to do their job. They really want to, yeah, be, there you know, some. that want to do their job. You know, I had um, friends that worked for the public defender's office when I um, was going to school in Oklahoma, and there was um, they were like, hey, sometimes they'd get with a guy and they're like, hey, we really want to, like, let's fight it, and he, they were like, no, because if I have to fight it stay in jail longer. I really want to plea. I need to go back to my job. You know, they couldn't fight it and they knew they had a case and could fight it, but they needed, but the way the system is set up, right? You know, if you plea, the likelihood of you leaving, you know, and leaving jail is going to be, but if you decide to fight it in court, you're going to stay, unless you have money to bail yourself out, you're going to stay yeah. in jail. Yeah. You know, and so have to go back out there and work what are you gonna do yeah so it's 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 sad it's 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 completely sad i wish i feel like they were mad at kim kardashian and that's why they did that don't what the the uh (laughs) you know what where you can't appeal your stuff to get i think it's for death row i think it's for death row so as the appeal much, process for that as much as Kim has been doing a lot of that oh for sure you know as much as people don't like kardashian i will say this and the kardashians as i said I, they're not my favorite I, like them. I mean they're not my favorite people right i think that they they they're not my favorite right i don't they're you not may perfect like them. for sure no. but it's i don't it's not like i'm like oh the kardashians but i don't not like them right like they're human they do human things they do try to do their best but they've been in that world forever and so they're very detached from normal reality right but you see kim she's really trying to help people by getting her law degree exactly stuff like that so it's not you know i mean i will as i said as i said they're not my favorite but i will say this 
to your point, that was the point I was getting at, is that regardless, right, about how you feel about the Kardashians, she has really brought to light um, prison reform, you know, and really have worked in efforts to getting people that are innocent out of jail. So yeah. to your point, you can say you can say whatever you want about the Kardashians, right? But she has, and they do do they do donate. So she does yeah. do with what with her platform, she does a lot of good work. And as a matter of fact, she probably does more good than anything else. People could argue, yeah, you know, unrealistic expectations. Yeah, but at the, at the end but of the I day, think it's just a real detachment from reality. Well, in her, but in her, because in her world, people have money to fix whatever they need to fix. Yeah. Right. In yeah. her world, that you know, she doesn't have to work. She has a lot of assistance to yeah. to help her out. You can't so, really falter. Like she doesn't know anything else. Exactly. She doesn't know anything else. Like that's that's her world. Her world is making money from her looks from how she looks, from her endorsing things, and from creating drama where there's not any any drama, right? And then then and that's the case with her in that whole Ray J situation where Ray J finally came out and said, Hey, you know, you and your mom released the tape. I, you know, we all just kind of yeah. like agreed. And you're over here saying that's where I felt saying it with like him she, that leaked it and yeah yeah and I felt that th not only that where she was saying what if what if what if he has other tapes right and what yeah. if he did something to me in my sleep and there people were saying that there was joking that's where I felt that she kind of went you know she's oh, like that's I have a to little protect over. yeah that's a little over and that's what kind of pushed him to say hey wait a minute even if you're joking that's not me and you released the tape. So that's where he went, like uh, where he went a little bit. But to your point, um, she's done a lot of good with with bringing that. And I, I have not read over the whole new appeal process. If you're on death row, I have not read any of that. So I really can't can't speak to it. But I maybe next next time, next time we have our podcast, I might have read up on that just to figure out what's actually going on with that regulation. Yeah, because. That that's one of the new ones that they just passed. Passed. So. It's completely, it's sad. It's sad because it doesn't give people who don't have the social economic level, right, that can afford their good attorneys or can afford the best and the brightest attorneys to help them out. Yeah. Because well, if you think the, about it, go ahead. The percentage of people that are killed on death row that are actually innocent, it's pretty high. Oh, I'm sure. I forget what percentage it is, but it's pretty high. Well, did you not see that now that we have all this DNA evidence, right? And people are like, hey, let's put that they're finding all these serial killers, right? Oh, and who wow. knows how many, yeah, because they started putting, um, people started putting DNA, their DNA in all these databases. Hmm. And oh, so, like Ancestry.com and stuff like that. Exactly, like Ancestry.com. Ancestry.com is being bought exactly. by BlackRock right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. One of the companies that owns pretty much everything in the entire United States um, is supposedly buying Ancestry.com, and now they're going to own ev everybody who's put their DNA in there. Well, so, for example, if they were to test 
DNA from somebody who was deceased, right? That was murdered. They would they'd say they found DNA, but they couldn't identify it with anybody because you know how they match it to um, that of you know their, the DNA babies. Now they'd be they'll right. be able to use something like Ancestry.com, or they're using something like Ancestry.com yeah, or other data. Twenty three and me and us comparing that DNA to that database of people who were not in the prison system, right? And if they compare that, that's how they determine. Oh, you know, if they get a hit, yeah. then they'll find out who that ser that person is, which is that's kind of scary, is though, right? Like you shared your information with twenty three andme or ancestry dot com, thinking that, and I guess you think about it, but you also think about like, oh, okay, yeah, it could be shared with other people, but you don't really think about it just necessarily upfront being shared with whoever wants it, like the government, right? And at what extent do we draw that line on the government owning our DNA that we shared with a company? Yeah, I mean, that, oh, that's a tough question, right? Because they can do all kinds of stuff with it. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, even the whole facial recognition piece, right? Um, that whole thing. So they have facial recognition along with your DNA. Mm -hmm. I mean, who knows what they can do with it? Anything, yeah, right? Scary. It is scary. But how efficient are they going to be? So here's the thing, right? There's companies that are very efficient, but how, I mean, think about how efficient the government is with what they have. Like we automatically assume that they have. The they government's have pretty efficient at high levels. Yeah. So what we look at is our lower level governments and stuff like that, which are not very efficient. But at their higher levels, like the, the, the areas of the government that are more secretive, they're very efficient, right? Like this whole UFO stuff, has been under wraps and they only shared a tiny bit with us and the rest of that shit that they really, really have is still under wraps. Like they're very efficient at certain levels, right? Like state government, stuff like that, it's messy. There's so many things, so many hands in the pot at that level that it's messy and it looks very inefficient. You got a bunch of people who, uh, <laughs> who was interviewing this Senator um, I can't think of his name. He's like a talk show host, not Colbert. Um, Letterman? No, not Letterman. I'll have to, when I come across it again, but basically the senator thought he was making a point, but then at the very end, it was great because his face was just like, he had this Bill whole, Maher? Bill Maher, yeah. Mm -hmm. And the senator basically was trying to say, well, you know, you don't have to take an IQ test to be a senator thinking he was making a good point, but it was like, yeah, okay, but you should. <laughs> you should have to have <laughs> some kind of IQ test to be running the country. What did Bill Maher, I can just imagine Bill Maher's face. He literally like, sat oh. there just quiet, and then you see the dude's face go from smiling to like, oh shit. Oh, I was just going <laughs> to say. It was great, it was great. Oh, funny. But I mean, the people running the country should be the smartest people that we have. It should not be people who 
don't know what the fuck they're doing. You know, it shouldn't be people who are, they were talking about this senator basically not believing in science pretty much and only believing that creation is the way that humans are here. And he didn't believe in, um, blanking on the word where we transformed basically from evolution monkeys evolution yeah he didn't believe in evolution but he believed in creationism and that we came from adam and eve and i mean all right maybe there's no proof it didn't i guess maybe you know Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of stuff in the bible that's actually being proven and we're Mm -hmm. finding a lot of evidence for like we think we found Mm -hmm. sodom and gomorrah Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff like that. We've actually think we found Noah's Ark, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that, you know, but just to say that it is all encompassing and you don't believe in evolution, but yet you're a senator in science, you know, like you don't believe in science. How can you not believe in science? Like baking a cake is science. Yeah, I mean, really, like the light bulb was, you know, that's technology. Internet is science. Yeah. So, you, I mean, you have to, you have to believe in, in, in science because you use it every day, science and technology. So that makes absolutely no sense. I'm trying to figure out what sort of argument he was trying to make. Because it clearly did not land well. I'll have to, I'll have to tag you in the video. I did make a comment on the video and I have. Mm-hmm people like like the comment so i should be able to find it pretty easy um and i'll tag you in it but it was good it was definitely good uh that's a problem that's a problem when we have stupid people running the country and not our best and brightest yeah because it's 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 about it's about funding right like it's 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 sad that we can't have somebody who said, okay, I may not have all this funding. I want to run for office. I'm going to do it grassroots, you know, travel using my own money. Like you can't run for office without having huge amounts of money. And when people are donating millions of dollars to your campaign, millions of dollars of money equals big favors. Yep. It's not like you're beholden to your you're point. Bought. You're beholden. Yeah, you're, you're bought. bought basically. And I wish it was a way to say, you know, have grassroots. And I'm sure that there is. I'm sure in some state, somebody who came in with grassroots with the, the technology and who's able to utilize technology to the best of their um best of their ability would probably find a way to do it without having to to draw up millions and millions of dollars of commercials because in reality how many people are watching tv now this that's the thing right we don't need commercials anymore no who's watching TV? there is social media you have your own platform that reaches the entire world yeah there is no need to have funding to even travel anywhere i mean anything that you want to post you can do it right there Honestly, I think that we need to have the politicians, especially the president, be able to go on like the Joe Rogan show because he does mm-hmm. long form. He asks really great questions 
And instead of hearing these snippets, especially the the stupid debates, like literally I am fully on board with Joe Rogan being the monitor at the debates. (laughs) That would be great. But to have just these little snippets of politicians that are running and having to make a choice off these little snippets of information, we need to be able to hear them long form everything that they stand for give them certain situations. How would you handle this? But it's, again, it comes back to feeling like nothing is ever going to change and feeling helpless because big corporations are going to always be in the pockets of the politicians. And until we do something about that and have some kind of incentive to have like a really good moral complex right of our best and brightest i don't i don't know i i was listening to grimes talking about this too um on the lex friedman show i don't know if you're familiar with that and i know a lot of people are probably like oh grimes like why blah 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 she's actually she's pretty smart she's a very intelligent person Um, And she was talking about us having like a social good, basically, right? And having some kind of way to incorporate that into the way that we do things now. And being able to um, kind of missing words right now. Take a social credit. Not a social credit score at all, but to where we're doing things that are for the better, not just as an individual, but companies. And we need to find a way to make those more beneficial to the companies. And one of her statements was, and I believe she had, this is a quote that she had got from somewhere else. And it was, um, don't basically don't kill the things you hate build the things you love kind of to that extent i think i just butchered it but render things obsolete by making better things not trying to destroy this other thing make something else that's going to render it obsolete right like she was talking about big oil and stuff if we made something on the other end that was solar efficient or electrical efficient as far as um like uh, solar and water power and stuff like that. So good and so cheap and so efficient that we could render biofuels obsolete. Right, we wouldn't have to crush them. I think, we, them. We I think the technology is there. Oh, Michelle, I think the technology is there. I think the technology is there to run your your vehicle on on water. There's people that were doing that at some mm-hmm. point. And there's also uh, oil, like, um, you know, like, um, like Crisco and things of that nature, you know, like, like, so there's ways of doing, I don't know the technology behind it, but because there's a lot of, or, you know, sugars, 
there's there's country that does that. I got to remember what it is. I'll probably have a conversation with my brother on that because I don't know enough. I've read it at some point that I've read that there's been people who've been doing research on creating vehicles with water um, mm-hmm. running. And then they've also heard of um, food based, like oil based, based like food based oil, like corn like oil, French fry oil and stuff and things like that. So the technology is there to do that. I don't know how true this is. I saw it on TikTok, but one of the people that was killed in the Buffalo shooting was mm-hmm. actually working on a water-powered engine. That's the and he's not the first one. There was actually no, no, another no, no. one. He's not the first one. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I heard that this I don't know how true that is either. But there is so much money involved in that industry that I'm not sure if they have the tolerance for it. Like, and, and, and I don't know, like, I don't know if they have the tolerance for it. Cause at this point you have so much money invested in something, Yeah, you know, are they willing, are those people willing to change? Right. Am I willing I mean, to if, say, I'm not going to be a billionaire. Right. If they, would adopt the other methods, the other methods would make them so much more money than oil and gas. Because then you have an unlimited supply because the sun is pretty much unlimited. They look at everything on return on investment, right? And how long is it gonna take them? How much am I gonna lose initially? And how long is it gonna, how much am I gonna have to invest? And how much it is going to be my ROI, right? And if their ROI, for whatever reason, the math ain't mathing for them, or it's going to take this amount of time and resources for me to go to this method, they're not going to do it. Which is crazy because it would literally make them trillions of dollars compared to however much they're getting right now. Because, I mean, we are not the main oil supply, right? I mean, that's your... Middle Eastern countries and stuff like that. Yeah, I know. We got to find some other ways. But I mean, as as long as those people who have the money to invest in these companies, right, and and then therefore have lobbyists, and then these lobbyists obviously lobby these government officials or those people that give big donations. Let's not talk about that. Let's talk about big donations, right? If we talk about big donations, as long as these folks are making these huge donations to these um, politicians and government officials, then their interests. So it doesn't matter if they, incentives. you know, incentives. Yeah. Exactly. That's the word I was looking for a minute ago, incentives. If yeah. there was a way that we could incentivize switching to these better things. Right. There would yeah. be more change. But the, but to your point, there's not an incentive, right? Why am I going to, why am I going to, why am I going to throw the baby with the bathwater, right? If it's just easier for me to do it this way, why would I do it the other way? And it's that mindset, right? Mm-hmm. So. Well, but if yeah. everybody dies, you're not going to have any money. Because you're polluting the, the air, you're polluting the waters. I, I don't mean, think they, I don't think, I think they think their lifetime. I, I really think that they think their lifetime and they think their families. 
I don't but their think family's they think... lifetime is literally going to be within the next 50 years. And the next 50 years that... is not going to have clean air and water. I don't think these people care. I mean, it's sad. I really don't. Because if they cared, we wouldn't ha be having this conversation. Yeah. Like, they would be doing these things on their own. And it's just they don't. They just think of, they think I'm very short term. Or if, you know, did you ever see that movie with um, Leonardo? De don't look up. I didn't watch like, I don't. Honestly, I literally, I don't watch TV or anything, so. Look a whole lot. Uh, yeah, I don't watch a whole lot TV, but I remember watching this Don't Look Up, and that's the same scenario. It's like these people, the the scientist is basically saying this asteroid's going to hit the Earth. Yeah. And, and, and then there's all the these premise. memes. Yeah, I just haven't the watched premise. it, yeah. And, and basically at the end, all these rich folks get up into a spaceship, and they go into this sleep. And then they wake up like years later, you know, and then finally land on earth. So it's just this, it's this whole thing. Like these, they don't care They those, these, these folks or these, these people that control, you know, that have the money yeah. don't really care. They're, they have like a plan. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's what it is, but that's basically the premise of this movie is like oh, yeah. these They're gonna be elite, fine. elites. Yeah, we're gonna they have okay. their whole under underground villages and shit like that, and it's gonna, you know, I don't know. I mean, we're already seeing it in places like Florida, right, where the water is coming up into people's houses now. Our whole East Coast. You look at Virginia. Virginia, in high time, um, with high tide, have cities flooding. Like we're talking about. And you know, if it's not affecting us, if it doesn't affect people, right, they're like, oh, it doesn't exist. But we've got a whole part of the country living not on the coast who doesn't realize that it really is affecting us already. Oh, for sure. For sure. And I mean, all these people, buy, these wealthy people buying houses in New Zealand, I think it's what it is. And they have these like underground bunkers and things like that. So I think a whole documentary on it. But you're making, you're, but those are big assumptions, right? Those are big assumptions because at the end of the day, look at Steve Jobs, right? All the money in the world. All the money in the world, the best yeah. in the world. But yeah. at the end of the day, you know, it, it didn't matter. So those are, I mean, they're making big assumptions. You're, you can presumably think that you're healthy. Yeah. yeah. You know? And he was so, a vegan. Yeah, but you, you know what I mean? You don't know. And that's- Like that, he thought he was doing it right, <laughs> you know? Exactly. You think you're vegan, you're doing it right, you're exercising, you're doing all these things. But to your point, eventually, it touches you. Humanity, the human condition touches everybody, regardless of social economic level, you yeah. know? And that's, you know, the human condition is, you know, you're not always going to be happy. You're not always going to be fulfilled. You're not always going to be healthy. You can right. get in a car and, and you're gone. And it doesn't matter how wealthy you are. You know, look at Princess Diana with all, you know, the money in the world and the guy well. that she was in. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, you know, but, 
but With yeah, that like, one, we really don't know what happened, but we really don't know what happened. But yeah, what I'm saying is it, it, you think that you have everything under control, right? And somebody, somebody else could come in with ill intentions and that's it. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how much money you have. So it's, I mean, it's, it's, those are yeah. for people not to care about other people. You're making big assumptions. Like you're making assumptions that just because you have money or have millions and millions of dollars, your life is going to be okay. And right. that's not guaranteed. So that's true. To your yeah. Point, I mean, you look at Putin right now, supposedly he's got leukemia or some shit. Yeah. He's not doing well, you know, and it's, um, it's, 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 um, it's, it's sad, but it's, it's our reality, right? We're, we're in this earth is that's, unfortunately, as much as we don't like to think about it, it's our reality. And I didn't want to go there. But one thing I will say this about the silent generation, the generation that my mom my 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 grandparents. Yeah, my mom's the same. Yeah. Yeah, my grandparents. My mom's a boomer, but my grandparents. That generation was really matter of fact about their mortality. Yeah, yeah. Like, my grandma was. I mean, my grandma was. She was blunt. Yeah, they were very matter of fact about their mortality, but if you think about the time period that they lived in, right? Like kids died from you know. Smallpox, kids died of diseases, women died of childbirth. Like, um, my grandmother had 10 kids, two of which didn't make it. You know what I mean? There was women that, so they were, and then they lived, have access to doctors, so people died all the time. So when death is in your face constantly in one way or another, you're very matter of fact about mortality. And now, because people are living longer and they're living healthier lives, there's they're not that matter. They know they're not that matter of fact about it. Like yeah. Not as blunt. Not as like, like just oh they died. That is how things go, right? That is that's just how I am with it though. That's that's how I am with death. Like death is to me, it's kind of the circle of life. It should not be happening to little kids like that. No, it shouldn't. But no, it shouldn't. You know, I do, I do not feel that that is part of the circle of life with kids, which I know it is, but it shouldn't be happening in numbers like that. Like, I understand kids are going to have cancer and they're going to have all these things and that, of course. you know, but in terms of that, that's, that's a little bit different of where you're just, you know, mass offing them because you can, you know, that's, that's not someone who got sick, you know? Um, that's not, yeah, that's not something that somebody who got sick and, and I just, that was just putting it into contents of how people who assume they have a lot of money and how are on top of the world, assume that things may not be impacting them and they do. And that's not all of them. I mean, I would think that, you know, their billionaires are human too. Right. And they, you know, they, they feel there may be some that feel, but I, there may be some there that may don't. be some that feel <laughs> there, may, there may be some that feel yeah. you know I'm that sure really they feel, all feel i mean they're feel all feel something yeah yeah of course and the, well, but, it, but it's like any, right no i don't know about that <laughs> that is the to me in my opinion that is the most ridiculous ridiculous thing and and, and it comes out on my tiktok feed yeah. ever so often because you know 
I entertain a good conspiracy theory ever so often. I find them entertaining. And yeah. I, so, yeah. So when Billy Corgan came out with that whole that he saw somebody shapeshift, like I was yeah. like all like I'm listening gonna, on it. I have to see it. I would have to see it. I mean, I'm like, okay, maybe. But I really need to see that to be like, yeah, there's a whole reptilian group of oh, people running. Oh, for like, sure. I, I'm going to need to see it, you know. Oh, Do I believe that there's some very dark shit going on? Oh, for sure. But are they reptilian? Mm, I don't know about that. That's, and I don't, I know that he, when he said it, I was like, whoa, let me see that again, right? Because I think, well, why would he, but to your point, that's something I'd have to see. But I mean, it's like anything else, right? Like there's people who are really good and there's just people who are just really emotionally disturbed, right? Yeah. And And that's, unfortunately, that's the world that we live in. Then it's sad. Then it's sad. So if it's yeah. if it happens, if it, it, it and I'm going to say our level of society, right? Like I'm assuming that if there's darkness, you know, for regular folks, there's got to be darkness for those people who are in an elite place, right? Where they're oh, sure. there's millions and millions of yeah. yeah. So yeah, but I can't even imagine the type of darkness there because imagine if you have that type of darkness and then you have the money to cover it up yeah then that's a whole different level to make things to make things go away because of your money that's yeah. a whole different level of darkness so i those i'd be scared of those folks well you know i don't know if you've seen the video where megan fox is talking about her and mgk drinking each other's blood for ritual purposes and she's like, it's not a gauntlet of blood. It's literally a few drops and it's for ritual purposes. But it's just like, when they say shit like that, I'm like, what's really going on though? You know, what's, and what then you've really got, into? yeah, like what's really going on? And you've got the spirit cooker lady, right? We talked about her last time and she's friends with Jay-Z and Beyonce and Bill Gates. And like, she's very, she's very dark. And I don't know if you've actually seen her spirit cooking, but it's literally like dead body looking things that they're eating. Um, chocolate sauce. They um, don't look like chocolate sauce, but... <laughs> It's it does make you kind of question like what what are they really doing and why are they all at these parties doing things that symbolize that type of stuff? I mean, I think it's like anything else. Like I think that there's people who are in our social economic level that are into the occult, right? So there's sure, probably sure, people yeah. there, yeah, and there's probably people who are in their but social of, economic all of level. Our big people. All of our big celebrities, like I just said, Bill Gates, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Lady Gaga, literally all the celebrities have been to this lady's freaking soul cooking recipe meal things. Yeah, and they've also been to her retreats. Exactly. Um, and these people are big celebrities. They are the A-list of celebrities. And then there's Bill Gates, right? Like, why are they all hanging out with her 
because she i don't know maybe they're into the occult who knows so i mean who knows they're running our shit though right like these are our <laughs> celebrities that people look up to well there's i mean there's and people who are celebrities out there in our face well, they don't like I, Sylvester Stallone's not kicking it with her. I mean, that was Rambo. I mean, granted, <laughs> the last time he did a movie was a, a long time ago. But I'm sure that there's yeah. singers that that are like, eh, "Thank you, but no, thank you," you know? Yeah, or they're like, yeah, "Oh, let me go on this." They, yeah, there might be that we think you're no thank you. Like, you know, people talk about the Illuminati, right? I think oh, there yeah. are two sides. I think there are two sides to the Illuminati. I think that you've got your dark side and i think you've got your light side right if we have an illuminati i think that there are two sides to it so you're really because... going there michelle <laughs> 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 I th- oh so you're really going there okay all right okay, like, we're just like entertain is it like my science fiction <laughs> if it exists if, exi- if it exists okay i'm gonna if entertain it, it i'm gonna entertain it I think there are two sides, just based off of everything that I know about spirituality and religion, the light cannot exist without the dark. Okay. Yeah. So I think that there are two sides to it. I think you've got your darker side, right? Where you see like Mm -hmm. the Marina Abramovich and people doing all of that type of stuff. But then you've got the people who really are trying to seek and do the best good like your real mm-hmm. philanthropists and stuff like that mm-hmm. i think they both exist within that same compound yeah um i have if absolutely they, if, no idea if, if, if the illuminati if it was if, <laughs> if it was a thing I, you know what i don't know i mean it's one of those things that is is that it's always been kind of one of those conspiracy theory type things there's people who believe in it. I've heard some TikTokers and um, YouTubers talk that it's like a really real thing. And then... I mean, I've seen musicians and stuff talk about it and say yeah, that it's musicians real. talk about yeah. it, that it's a real thing. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I have absolutely no idea. Personally, do I think it's a real thing? Nah. Now. I mean... No. No, I don't think it's, I don't think it's real. I really don't. I think that they're, I mean, they hang out with this lady because she's, she's got something, like she's got something going on, but I'm not, I'm not sure I'm 100% convinced it's real. I think they're intrigued by her because here, this is, this is this lady from like the 60s who's doing these like really avant-garde, right? type of yeah, art avant-garde <laughs> type of art so yeah yeah for sure no i mean and then they probably think it's like interesting although i will say this that beyonce has been accused of um doing occult things like there was this i think one of her drummers accused her of doing being into some dark stuff but who knows because i you know we have this history of vilifying the United States has this history of vilifying things that we don't understand, right? Salem witch trials. There you go. All these people started accusing it. Which, yeah, I, mean, I think that's, I don't know. Have you looked at these parties that they go to with her? Like, have you seen them? Have you seen the videos? They have this lady. I've seen the videos of like this lady and 
I don't, you know, here's the thing. I I know that they want to be like it's cool and everything, but I I don't like people that close to my food. Like <laughs> I like they have these they had this table and this person's head was right in front of you. And I'm sure they hired these people to paint themselves in white and in front of you. Look, I don't want you breathing on my food. Because <laughs> it, it wasn't, did you see that? It was like a table and it was like a head. And then the per, the model that was hired was head was out there. And then there's like food right there. Yeah. I don't like my dog staring at me when I eat, right? <laughs> I can't imagine having my plate somebody's head breathing sneezing and let me tell you if they needed to sneeze because their whole body was underneath i can't even imagine so i probably would have gone there and been like no thank you that person's too close to my food and then that would have been it <laughs> and then they had this other lady where this one lady's laying there and then yeah. they had like that's you're too look you're supposed to be hands right the cook's right there cooking and that's it. But when you're, you're like, your skin's right next to my food and these people are just like eating it, like there's a hygiene issue. I'm surprised the health department wasn't called because I think that there's some health codes being I violated there. I don't think they there. care if they're talking and acting like they're eating human body. <laughs> there's some health code. That lady was sitting there. I'm sure there was some sort of health code violation and nobody called it in, but I would have had, that's, they're too close to your food. Yeah. No hairnets were being worn. And I remember that if your hair, if your hair was, I mean, I'm sure some sort of health code department. So it that whole thing would have been a no for me. Yeah. And that just shows you that that's why you're not supposed to be eating food from everybody's kitchen. Have you heard that saying? Like you shouldn't be you eating food eat from everybody else's house. <laughs> I ain't yeah. eating. <laughs> I ain't eating the brown house. So let me tell you, I'm probably not eating the Lady Gaga's house. <laughs> not that I would be invited. I probably won't be eating at Jay Z and Beyonce's house because if they're willing to go eat there. I don't know what's going on in the kitchen. I don't know what's going on in the kitchen. So no, I just, I, I think, I don't know. I saw those pictures and I thought it was kind of like, those are too close. Like, I don't even like yeah. feet on my pillow. You know what I mean? Like those sorts of things. And this is, this is all allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. Girl, there's pictures of that on the internet. Like that. Like, no, there's like, no, I know, but we're talking about allegedly celebrity. Like, that's true. Allegedly. It's all alleged. Allegedly. allegedly. But there's all uh, that I saw that head on the table. And the moment I thought that, I said, that man's too close to my food. If he needs to sneeze or she needs to sneeze, yeah. it's all over. So, yeah, that some of her, some of her art. I will say is very disturbing. I mean, it's not for everybody. It's not very disturbing. It's not for everybody. But yeah, in it, artists like to get a reaction out of you, right? Whether it's a good reaction or a bad reaction, that's the purpose of of her artwork. So, what do I think of her? I don't. I don't really have an opinion of her, um, because I don't know. But would I go eat at one of her shingdings? Absolutely not. 
I'd be. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of on the uh, on this cusp of like, you know, that if you can't beat them, join them. Because I feel like we can't beat them right now, right? Like we were talking about that earlier. We feel helpless against all of the money that the politicians are doing to whatever. And mm-hmm. every day I'm this much closer to choosing the dark side. Oh this my much. goodness. Don't say that. <laughs> Don't say that. We no ain't nobody going to the, ain't nobody going to the dark side on this podcast. <laughs> every day nobody, I wake up and I'm like humanity stop disappointing me oh my goodness man it reminds me of that crazy movie that i watched that really that to me is one of the most disturbing movies i've ever watched and i don't like watching it i forgot what it was called ah what's this movie called basically everybody dies in this movie right and eventually there's like these like there's this cute little girl in her head never mind let's change the subject Let's change what? the subject because that movie's so dark. I don't want to even mention it. Um, oh. It's it's a horror flick. I forgot. But when was it mind. made? I don't know. Probably in the two thousands. Forgot. Yeah, there's yeah, but no, never mind. Never mind. Let's talk about something else. But yeah, because I'm just gonna get scared again. <laughs> it is so disturbing. It's so disturbing. But. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know about that 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 group. Is it is is it is they're hanging out to your point? Birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. So if I'm just if I'm gonna go by gut, right, not knowing anything, right? Birds of a feather flock together, for the most part. If you're gonna be kicking it with somebody and doing, they're probably doing the same things you're doing. Very, if they're really kicking it like that with you, I don't know what the attraction is to her. I honestly don't. That's why I, I, that's that's what makes me question things. That's mm-hmm. what makes me question things, right? Like that's what I was like, if it's real, uh-huh. why? Like why? Why? What what is the reason that all of this is really going on? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's like their own little social club. Like, you know, because the rock's not kicking it with her. Right. Right. Do you know well, that's what I mean? That's why I think there's like this good and then there's the bad, but I think they're all in the same. Elite, yeah. The same elite club, mm-hmm. but some the of them Elon's... like the light and some of them like the dark. Elon's not kicking it with her. Yeah. Elon. A lot of people don't like Elon. I I like him. Um, I don't think he's got the right answer for everything, but I think he's got a lot of really good answers. And I think he's trying to do good for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, even though everybody throws him into that elite club of like, oh, he got his money from his dad's emerald blah 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 from africa and i don't know like i've actually read his bio Uh and i don't know like he's just as a kid he went through some really really hard things and 
I guess I can kind of see the suffering in him of feeling bad for people and for humanity and for the way that things are going. And he suffered so much pain internally that he doesn't like to see people suffering. Mm. And I don't think a lot of people can see that. Obviously, if you don't know much about him other than what you see online, then of course, but. So you're saying that because they bullied him, it might have humbled him. Right? Like if he would have been this and let's he's he's not a bad looking guy, but if he would have been this not such a nerd, attractive guy, you know, everything kind of handed to him, superstar looking dude and and had the money. Right. But since he had to go through this, like, you know, bullying and and being in a sense different. Right. Well, not just the, bullying from, like his dad. His dad was abusive. Intense. Yeah. Mm. Like he literally has been beat severely. And then so he was also beat by bullies to the point that he like almost died. So, yeah. Yeah, so maybe that's what you're saying. You're saying that because of what he's gone through, that even though he came from a wealthy family, it was by no means the best upbringing. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's an assumption people make. The assumption is that they, because you have money, your father didn't beat you, right? Or you weren't bullied. His dad um, was pretty heinous. Oh, so yeah, it completely makes complete sense on how that would kind of change his perspective of the world. He doesn't seem like a bad guy. I He's mean, very just, arrogant, for sure. Because um, he's smart, but... And I think things need to be taken in consideration, too. Like, he is on the spectrum. Yeah, that's true. So the way that his demeanor is is just different, and certain people just aren't going to be able to click and understand. And a lot of people down on him because, you know, collecting the nickel and stuff to make the batteries is obviously not good for the climate, but or the over the long the run, land, he's yeah. literally, yeah, right. He, but he's trying to make batteries that will in turn also limit us from gas and, you know, oil and fuel and stuff like that. And I mean, he seems to be the only one trying to do better for climate change in the long run. Like in the short run, yes, it sucks because you're sucking the land dry of these things and, you know, the labor workers that are doing it and stuff like that. But what do you do, right? Like, how do you fix that situation? Because who's mining it? You don't have control over the mines. No. It's it it is to your point a very difficult situation, especially when we find everything that we utilize right is impacts the environment, like like our computers, the internet, right? Everything we needed to do, even your our email. homes. Did you know our, that your email has a very large carbon footprint? Oh, I don't even know how much the the email has for the carbon footprint. Yeah quite a bit you know what i mean all of these things email our shoe our shoes everything 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 that we do has a carbon footprint we don't 
our, you know, our cars, the paint on our cars, the construction of our, the wood, everything that we do. So it's kind of, you know, how do you reduce it? Because the idea is to reduce it, right? And I always, I love those um, TikToks and even like on YouTube on those people that live a zero waste lifestyle. Mm -hmm. That is amazing to me where they, you know, have like they buy their spices in bulk and they have jars for that. And, you know, they've just made a whole lifestyle where they limit the amount of waste that they use. I think that's amazing. That's personal responsibility. And a lot of people don't want to take personal responsibility right now because- Yes, it is the corporation's primary fault for making the items and selling them to us. Like we didn't mm-hmm. have control over that, but it was kind of our fault for making that industry exist, right? Yeah. Because they were just trying to do R&D to make their profits bigger. And in terms of doing that, they created these things that we didn't know we needed, but then we ended up buying them. And then it's just a repeating cycle of them trying to make more profits by creating a new item, by also trying to do it as cheap as possible, which is in terms usually using some sort of plastic. Um, And then we purchase it and it's not thought two cents of, of like, oh, this straw, right? Like the plastic around the straw, now we've got paper. paper. Well, now we've got paper, right? Yeah. But and we have met, like if you can, if you buy your own straw, you can have like metal, not have to use a straw again, right? Yeah. So yeah, no, I think to your point, it's 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 really making it's changing. It's making little changes. Like you don't have to make a like it's making little changes. Like instead of you know um, using paper straws or carrying your own straw, right? Like a, your own little metal or plastic straw that you can reuse it's making sure that you recycle your cardboard it's making sure but to to your point it's personal responsibility one thing i will say that the state of california does well is that it really makes an obligation for its 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 um it's people that live there to recycle like you have to recycle Mm -hmm. like they're taught in elementary school to rinse their their tin cans you know and recycle that recycle their glass and they have different different like they have to do it at home yeah at home it's an obligation like they have to do it so i mean eventually i think it'll be the whole country that's going to be doing all these things we have to do something we'll see like environment when we lived there where you live Mm -hmm. we had recycle bins where i live now we don't have that Mm -hmm. yeah it's you just can, trash. You can, like you just put your shit in the trash. That's all we have here. You can recycle. Like in, I will say Denton has like places to recycle at your park, like at the park. Like if you, yeah, I'm sure all facilities do. I think, but like in well, no, Denton, like, you, oh, I live in an apartment. Oh, so I don't know if at the houses, but I never see a recycle bin at the people's houses around here, and. We live in an area where literally the houses right on the back side of us are mm-hmm. like million dollar yeah. houses. Yeah. And I never see recycle receptacles on their streets. Like ever. It's just trash trash receptacles. That's it. Yeah, they may have to recycle on their own. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I, there's a yeah. there's yeah. Like I'm sure you can recycle, but it's, but it's not, not something they even offer to like for your house, you know? Yeah, it's not mandated by like the city, right? 
it's not even an option as far as like having yeah. it done at your house yeah yeah and in, in in california they have to recycle it's a it's a thing especially different municipalities you have to um here it's it's kind of like optional like we i don't have recycling receptacles here i have to recycle on my own so i know where to take oh, it really yeah when we lived there we had two bins we had a recycle bin and we had the trash bin oh well and like the recycling in- company would come pick it up and on wednesdays the trash would come because you lived in the city i don't live in the city I live in the outskirts oh of that city mm-hmm. oh okay okay i live in the outskirts so i have to do it on my own but yeah i think that that's so important to recycle and to take care of this because it's it's sad it's sad and i do believe it's a real thing i don't think it's a myth i do think that our environment is changing and we need to do our best to take care of it yeah people are like oh climate changes it always has changed i'm not disagreeing that climate hasn't always changed but it hasn't changed at the rate that it's changing now like where we're at now hadn't been our help we wouldn't be at the area of carbon in the air that we currently have Uh right and i don't know i mean it's only may and it's been in the 90s since the like literally the first week of may we had that little cold front, little snap. Oh yeah, weird. the other day. But I yeah, mean, bizarre. it felt so good because mm-hmm. literally the week before that, it was like 94, 95, 98. Oh, for sure. It was crazy hot. I mean, and it's you know, only Texas May. was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, surely something's going on and it's sad because we're all trying to figure out a way to, but it's just doing just little things. Right. And then hopefully those little things will add up, but we have to do it collectively. And to your point, it's about taking personal responsibility for, for this and for taking care of your, of the environment. Yeah, it is. Well, and personal responsibility and also holding companies accountable. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. No, and, and they're, you know, and, the, and companies are looking at ways to be more sustainable. Like, that is definitely a trend. Because they know that it's it's important. I think it's important to them, and I think it's also important to the consumer. Yeah. Right? And it's important, I mean, it's important to me, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important to, to folks to understand that they, that, you know, try to do every little thing that they can to prevent you know to reduce our carbon footprint not necessarily prevent because you know that would lower it yeah yeah just lower it for sure for sure it just it i mean definitely i think people are looking at it doing things i know i am trying to do my part see you know to make to limit to reduce it for sure for sure because i mean that's going to impact everybody it is going to impact everyone yeah we don't we don't really buy paper towels anymore for the fact of like using them for our hands and stuff like i use paper towels to put inside of like the food containers like my berries and Mm -hmm. stuff but Mm -hmm. it's usually some kind of recycled paper towels um Mm -hmm. stuff like that um then we try to do the best that we can we are growing our own fruits and vegetables um 
like on our patio. So, which has That's been good. great because the lettuce at stores for like the past two years has been trash. Mm -hmm. And so just being able to have my own fresh lettuce that lasts for a month, two months, because mm -hmm. I grew it on the yeah. patio. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to go. So what do you think, um, changing subjects to something a little bit more lighter? What do you think about the Johnny and Amber Heard? Like, it's over. Like, closing has happened. So it's glad. done. <laughs> it's done. Oh, my well, goodness. Kind of. Now we're just waiting for the Yeah, because they're going to deliberate. But I think they're going to, they, I don't Tuesday. know if they gave them the weekend off. If they're going to their yeah. families. or Tuesday. They, Okay. Good. Because they're probably like, I'm over this. I can't imagine. Because you know they don't want to be there. I mean, there's people, you know, you know, they don't want to be there. They've already been long enough, right? It's two weeks of their lives. And I don't know if they have to have them stay in a hotel room or if they could go home. I have no idea how they had them. Um, they got to go home. She told them that they okay, could good. go home and stuff. Yeah. And she said, oh, enjoy your the, families and stuff like that. So during the two week, the, what is it like? It's been what, two, three weeks. I don't even know. Two, three weeks. Did they have, did they have them? I don't, I haven't kept up. So I don't know if they, they had them in a hotel room or they could go home to their house. I don't think so. I think they are just able to go home because every time they leave on the weekend, she's like, don't talk to your friends, don't talk to your family, don't be online, blah, 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 blah. So yeah. it's not a criminal case. It's a yeah. civil case. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. I don't know why I'm like, you're right. It is a civil case. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm so glad it's over because uh, I'll be able to do other stuff again. <laughs> For sure, I have not kept kept been kept keep. I do keep up with it a little bit, right? I don't know. It's just late. My brain's a little bit on the oh, crazy. Oh. We... <laughs> That's all I've been doing is watching uh -huh. the case. I haven't done anything, so I mean, I have like so much other stuff to do. I literally wake up at eight o'clock, and which is eight o'clock for us, which is when their thing starts. I guess at nine a.m. Yeah. And I literally roll over. I put my earbud in and I set up. All day long. You know, I heard excerpts of the closing by Camille, which she did a very good job. Oh, she crushed And then it. the other lady, I don't know how she, they say, what was the other lady, attorney's other, the other attorney's name, Elaine? They say that Elaine was in the restroom crying. Like, and there were people were yeah. trying to like make her feel better. But here's the thing. This is my theory. I think Amber is a, probably a very mean client. I don't think oh, she's for nice. Sure. For I don't think sure. She's nice and so she probably was very mean to her. And because she was paying her this much money. And at this point, there's nothing you could do about it. Like she was probably, I don't know what she was crying about. I have absolutely no idea. This is again, this yeah. is all in my head. Speculation. In my head, speculating. You know, what if Amber was really mean to her, and then she started crying, it. and started crying, and then it. she couldn't say anything, so she had to hold it in because this lady's paying her a lot of money. But I hope Johnny wins this case. I think it's been going on for too long. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like, I don't. It's been going on for too long, and it was all as my sister called her. It's because it's because Johnny Depp picked a headache of a woman he picked yeah, a headache of a karma? woman 
for sure it's karma for leaving a good relationship um but do you i mean honestly i think it was good that he did bring it um because i feel like he really does need justice you know is he a perfect person no absolutely not no was he going through a hard time as it was probably it sounded like yes and then it seemed like she made it even more hell and so he wanted to escape it by just taking more and more and more drugs and therefore making the whole situation worse i don't think he abused her though i honestly don't um, I, no no yeah i don't think so either i think i don't think so either i think that she's a, a very aggressive person just by and this all alleged obviously by her previous relationships and and I just never I mean, just really liked listening to everything. Just yeah. listening to just yeah. even watching her demeanor yesterday, I think it was leaving the courtroom. She was literally had very aggressive stature and just like she was talking to her lawyers after I think they were going to lunch or maybe ending the day or something, but she had a very aggressive demeanor to her. Um we've heard audio of her and the way she talks to Johnny and the way that she even, oh my God. I mean, just, there's just so many things, you know, and I I saw some girl on TikTok talking about, you know, because people are asking other people like, oh, why are you so involved in this case and blah, 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 it doesn't matter. But to people who are survivors, it does matter because mm-hmm. she is taking full advantage of a situation and yeah. the people who have actually lived this can see straight through her bullshit. Yeah. And she just kind of planted. And you know what's funny? When the excerpt that I hear about Camille is like she was saying that Johnny's family was there and his supporters were there. And like with Amber, it was just her sister. And she really, mm-hmm. to your point, like I think we talked about this before, she has alienated anybody like all her friends she's not friends with anymore like she's kind yeah, of like she, not Camille very said good she friend bridges yeah. bridges that's what she said she said that she burned bridges and i 100% agree she's burned a lot of bridges yep. um and her so her she said she was a perfect measure her trajectory was to be like go up like she should have got after aquaman and literally she didn't I don't know. I mean, her acting sucks. She's not a good actress. Yeah. Would she have gotten other movies? Yes. Would she have got other lead roles? Actually, she wasn't even in a lead role. But would she have gotten lead roles in something else? I don't think so, unless Johnny opened that door for her. Because her acting is not lead material. Yeah. It's just not. Let's talk about Johnny for a second, because one of the things that I did a TikTok on this and I was like, you know, people were defending, well, she was like a master manipulator. But here, this guy, he must have been influenced when he started dating, because if you're 50, your 50s, you still, if you don't have that, like, uh, there's something off here. Because I tell you, red flag, granted, in his- You're cutting out. Oh, I'm sorry. So granted, red flag. So in his world, there's a lot of women. There's a lot of 
men that are much older than their spouses, like in the group he he hangs out with. Mm-hmm. But if I were if I were somebody in somebody that I would went twenty years younger than I, I think what is the I wouldn't automatically assume it's because of my pretty face. Right? I'd be like they're twenty years your internet hey your internet is making it to where you're cutting it like out really bad oh i am i don't know what's going on, yeah. I'm on. Can you hear me better am I... yeah it's just it keeps cutting in and out and like i can see that you only have like one bar right now mm-hmm. i don't Johnny is like clearly he's way older than her. Do you think it would be a red flag that hey, this woman's twenty years older than me? What does she want? Like, was he aware of the age difference? And I, you know, he says that in his mind, she was perfect. But at the same time, I feel like there was friends in his ear saying, "Look, she's not good for you." But yet he still kept on anyway. Do you think it was yeah. just because he was under the influence when he was dating her? I think she made it feel like she was perfect. And he wanted that. That was her job. That's what she, from what it looked like, that was the goal, right? She seems to do that, seems to be her MO, is finding what she has in common with them and connecting on that and making it mm-hmm. seem like she is these things, right? So you know how she didn't write on the mirror uh, <laughs> in Australia yeah. Um, yeah. about Carly Simon, right? One of the first things that Johnny said is she really liked old, obscure blues music, just like yeah. him. How is she going to say she doesn't know who Carly Simon is if that's the case? Yeah. And she finds like real obscure music. You know what? I don't think she really liked obscure blues music. I just think I that she found I mean, out. Yeah. I think he found she found out he liked it and then started listening to it and saying, Oh, I like that too. Like wine, right? Like she said, Oh, I like wine too. Or I like these things. So she well, finds what part of her they're disorder. into. That's part of her disorder is she doesn't have her own identity. So when she does meet somebody she starts taking on all of the, the histrionic disorder. Do you do you remember Dr. Curry talking yeah, about histrionic? Yeah, I do. So with the histrionic disorder, she doesn't really know who she is. So when she's around other people, she starts taking on their behaviors and their yeah. interests. And that's why yeah. she has a fear of them leaving her because if they leave her, she doesn't know who she is. Mm. Yeah, she gets lost in that. Yeah, so that's why so- you see that right now too with her starting to take on all these visual of other people right like dr curry came in the next day she wore her hair just like dr curry mm-hmm. right like she's she needs help for sure mm-hmm. i honestly think that she believes a lot of these things that she's told herself are true mm-hmm. um in her mind like i think she thinks they are true mm-hmm. yeah 
Yeah, she thinks it's true. So I, she convinced him somehow, and I, and I don't think he was in a good place either, no. to start dating her and ended up marrying her, even though his friends were like, what's going on with this? This ch-? He didn't listen to that. Like, he just thought, this is a pretty young woman that, you know, and I'm just going to go for it. What do you think about people making all this hoopla about him dating Camille? Like, which is totally not the case. Yeah. Totally not the case. People just, I don't know. I I guess maybe don't have an understanding of things or, I mean, your lawyer would not date you, especially somebody with a high powered attorney's office like that. Um, And I don't think some people realize that there are certain attorneys that it is their job to do what Camille did and make Mm -hmm. him look more human, kind of flirt with him. But I also think that that attorney's office and him are just the same kind of caring and compassionate people, right? Like birds of a feather flock together. You see Amber's side. They don't seem like really caring, compassionate people. They don't seem like they have this click, right? But you look at Johnny and everybody that's around Johnny, from his bodyguards to the friends that he holds, they are all very caring, compassionate people. And I think that's just who he attempts to track because for the most part, he is that person. Um, yeah. It's an and ethical. She, is, she is what yeah. she is and that's what she's attracted. Yeah. I mean, look at her PR guy that she attracted who literally got me too. Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, do you hear me? Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's an ethic. Like you can't have that, you know, you can't break that attorney client, you know, relationship. There's, there's parameters around that. Right. So, and I think it deflects from, because they wouldn't be doing that to a male attorney. I think it deflects from, from really what, you know, what she really brought to the table, which is a certain level of professionalism. And I think they interacted with him him professionally. And I think they really, I think you want your attorney to rally behind you, right? And they 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 treated him very nicely. Like they they hugged him. I mean, you're with this person for X amount of time. You're sharing all this information. You should really believe in your client if you're going to take him up as a client. They mm-hmm. knew he, he can't. Johnny likes certain candies. We'd have candies here, and they probably have little treats because you're sitting there for a really long time. You got to yeah. get your energy up and listening to this. And it's not, you know, for them it's game on, right? Because they're in the courtroom and they have to be aware of everything that's not but i mean you know here's 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 you know he had a can they had a candy jar for johnny you know yeah but i don't know what he was eating i don't know if it was like gummies or whatever it was different but... yeah it was different all the time they had gummy bears and then they also had um he had some i like some kind of mint um stuff like that but I think it was strategic because if you notice that Camille was always placed with Amber, right? Mm -hmm. And so having Amber see Camille flirting with Johnny ramped her up and Camille's the one who always did her cross, right? I think it was very strategic so they could get Amber riled up and jealous. So she's already upset and mad and angry at Camille before Camille ever got up there. And then Camille just um, ripped her to pieces. I don't think Camille hugging Johnny and 
like grabbing his hand and touching him. You know what I mean? I don't think that part was to make Amber jealous. I think that was genuine. I think that was like a genuine hug for a client. I think it was genuine. All of those strategic with her sitting next to him and um, and another attorney um, on TikTok actually has talked about that too and said that that, sh- that probably was strategic as well. Um, mm-hmm. But that some attorney's offices have attorneys who it is their job to make that client look more human in situations oh, for like sure. this. For sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, given the for fact sure. that she's the one who always did cross on Amber both times. Oh, that was 100% strategic. That was yeah. 100% strategic. Yeah, her giving cross to Amber, that was 100%. And the fact that um, Camille did not, um, dis- you know, the, the what was the gentleman, the doctor, the specialist that Amber's her team brought on? Like, Camille didn't touch him. It was, an, they didn't even, they had another attorney come in and yeah. talk. So uh, they, they knew who's, they worked on those folks' strength. Right. How was it going to look to have this male, tall attorney talk to Amber? Right. It was going to it was going to have horrible optics. It was going to make her look. It was going to make him look like a bully, like a man bullying on a woman. They had to have another female cross her or or else it would it would it could have it could have worked disastrous. Attorneys are performing. There's a performative part of being. Uh, a trial attorney, right? Everything is, is they look that. I remember the, um, having certain um, professors tell us if you have a tattoo, right, make sure that you cover it because even you're representing a client and that tattoo may have a certain impression on, you know, the jury, right? So there were certain oh, yeah, things that they said that you. Yeah, those certain things. Although sometimes I forget certain things. Keep in mind, I don't, I don't practice. I don't practice. But um, yeah, there are certain things that they've said. Hey, cover yourself up, dress a certain way. There were certain things that they that they that they asked you have to take. It's a big show. It's a big show. Yeah, for yeah, sure. just like Camille, Camille wearing white today, and oh, yeah. for sure, like certain colors. It's all very strategic, for sure. Yeah. But it's interesting for sure. It's been, I don't know, it's been a crazy week. Uh, you know, I hope that if anybody's listening, that they that they have a better week and that I hope things change. I really do. I mean, it's it's been yeah. exhausting week. And, I, you know, to I haven't even had, you've been in the mood to even like look at the little excerpts of, of, of of Johnny Depp and what's going on in his world in the meet in the interim. Um, what was his name died? Uh, Ray Liotta passed. Yeah. I saw that The guy too. from good, uh, fellas actor. Yeah. Yeah. He passed from good fellas. So on top of everything that's going on, I think it's been, it's been insane. Yeah. It's well, been insane. Johnny's already starting to get role offers. Yeah, you know what? You're right. What did they say that he was getting offered? Uh, it was an interesting role. Tim Burton has already, from what I understand, he's actually already listed as a cast for Beetlejuice too. 
That's what it was. It was Beetlejuice too. Oh, I wonder if Winona is going to be in it. I think she is. I think that was one of the cast too. I like Winona. I like them together. I also liked him and um. I could definitely Kate Moss see him together. playing Beetlejuice. Oh, I could for sure. Beetlejuice, and then I liked him and oh, didn't Kate Moss speak so lovely? Yeah. She so looked lovely. so nervous. She did. She was like, yes, we dated. From, and I was like, she was so polite. She just testified for like five minutes. Like I saw yeah, it. Um, very quick. Yeah, very quickly. But it just seems so sweet. Um, it's so sad. It seems that the people that, 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 that the women that leave his relationships, they are almost sad when that relationship ends. They're like, oh, he didn't want to be with me anymore. Yeah. And then it's I like mean, then he wanted I I think from his previous relationships that if he has a caring, compassionate partner, that he is probably one of the sweetest people in a relationship ever. You think he's all in? Oh, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah. I hope he finds someone that 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 uh, treats him well. But you know what? Here's the other thing, Michelle. You have to think he really that. Is. But then, but then, keep in mind. Don't you think that all those years of drug use, right? Alleged drug use, right? He, well, he testified to it, right? And a lot of people testified. So I guess yeah. it's he. He said it. Don't you think that imp, it has to have some sort of impact on your brain? Like you can't come out of it. You can't do all of this to your body and not and come out of, of you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't there, constantly I mean, be. He's a celebrity and he's got lots of money. I'd imagine that he can afford drugs, medical drugs that counteract those drugs, um, like some kind of anti-aging, um, neuro, um, like neuro growth medications, stuff like that. I mean, I personally buy them on my own. You don't even have to have a prescription for things like resveratrol. Um, there are countless other things. I can't think of the name of them. They're in there. I take them every single night. Um, I mean, the technologies that we have right now with anti-aging and being able to rebuild brain cells and stuff. I mean, he's got tons of money. I don't know why he wouldn't be able to have those things. Yeah, so. but I mean, it's like anything else. Like you can only beat yourself up. So beat your body, beat your yeah, body yeah, up so extent. much. To an extent, and that that the, I mean, there's also with all the technology, there's also like a point of no return. So I don't think he's there. He's still very witty. He's and you can't be a very witty person with a degenerative mind, Mister Rottenbottom. Rottenborn. Was it Rottenbottom? Rottenborn. 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 Yeah. Rottenborn. yeah. I mean, Rottenborn. he's very witty. He's very. He can speak fast when he wants to. I think mm -hmm. he is very closely choosing his words and stuff like this. I mean, yeah, I mean, just because somebody talks slow doesn't mean that their brain is slow. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, he's done a lot of drugs, but I don't know. I mean, it, he seems like he's still really all there. Yeah.
based off of text messages that he comes up with. Now they're very colorful. And mm-hmm. I mean, if your brain is degenerated, you're not going to be that colorful. You know, you're not going to yeah, be as witty. And it, it could also, it's also come out in other ways. Some tolls. Yeah, on his yeah. body and stuff for sure. Um, maybe not necessarily yeah. his brain, but I'm yeah, sure I mean, there is with... some damage to the brain. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. You can't yeah. you can't go on in your whole life and and live your life that way and have no repercussions yeah. of it. Because I always thought it was kind of weird where he he told her, "You're not. I'm never going to look you in the eyes again, or you're never going to see my eyes again." And then he doesn't look over at her. That's a, that yeah, kinda... that's a power thing. That's him like reclaiming his power. I'm never gonna. Yeah, but it was weird. Yeah, I'm never never gonna look you in the eyes again. I get it. I get it. I do. Um, I'm a pretty deep person, Mm -hmm. and looking in someone's eyes essentially kind of captures their soul. Mm -hmm. And so, I definitely could see that that being a part of the reason, and also it's a trust thing. So if you don't trust someone, like you're not going to look into their eyes. And I definitely could see it. Is he petty? Sure. I mean, tortured artist. He's all tortured artist. He's like, I'm never going to look, you're never going to see my eyeballs again. And she's like, I know why he doesn't look me at the the whole thing. Oh my goodness. If she would have just, he's guilty. She's so is over her man she's over i can she can probably for she probably drains friendship she's like she's in love with him and i think that she has this idea of them possibly getting back together she she said she's she's still in love with him she literally on the stand said she's still in love with him she's not michelle i don't think she's into dudes yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't think she is in love with him in that aspect. You know, like, I think she's in this fantasy land of love. And the love is not the kind of love that we would think of as far as relationship and sexually and stuff like that. I think it's more of an, um, like a fantasy world, like love of him. Like, it's not real. Like, detachment from reality, love. Yeah, she's that. Because I don't think... Doesn't she have a new girlfriend now? Yeah, I think that's Eve Barlow, the girl that I got the name wrong last Mm -hmm. time. I think that's her. Yeah, I think she's got, like, a girlfriend. So... And the way she's been dressing in court, if I was her attorneys, I would literally tell her to stop dressing in suits. Like, you're trying to look feminine and a victim. You need to stop wearing suits. She's not the type to listen to anybody. Oh, clearly not. I'm sure they told her that. And to stop dressing like Donnie. Oh, yeah. She was going to know that she was going to court Johnny. Johnny seems so sweet, though. When uh, You're right. They're really booing her when she leaves the building. Yeah. Like, I've heard him like... You know, I feel bad for her to an extent because I know how people are probably tearing her down right now. And while she's not a good person, if she 
kills herself because of the things that are happening to her from this case. Granted, she's kind of brought this on herself, but people are also being very heinous just to be heinous because she's not a good person. That doesn't mean that you should just intentionally go and try to emotionally destroy her. Like she's obviously oh, sick. Sure. She's sick. Yeah. She obviously is. And she needs help. Yeah. But just yeah. for the entire internet, right? The entire internet, millions of people to send you multiple messages, downing on you, destroying you emotionally. If she kills herself, like, are people going to feel bad? You know, not She's to say that being. is what will happen, but like, what, what do you expect to happen from that situation? I know some people are like, so what if she does that? Right. I'm sure there's That's people horrible. out there that, that are going to say that it is, it is completely horrible to wish upon another, another person for them to kill themselves, especially somebody who is sick. She obviously has something wrong. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And to your point, yeah, it's not, you shouldn't wish bad upon her. Uh, we would, she's obviously not strong enough to have her own identity, right? Because if she knew who she was, it doesn't matter how many people tear you down. You're not going to care, right? But since she yeah. doesn't know yeah. who she is and she gets her identity off other people, I'm assuming that she is on the internet checking. And she's not going to be able to get work. She's not mm -hmm. going to, I mean, everybody's going to continue to be the way they are with her. She's not going to be able to go out in public. Mm -mm. It, I mean, it's no. just, to me, it just seems like it's sending a very downhill spiral, right? Like, mm. you got this baby, and I'm sure people are saying things about the baby. I mean, she said today, you know, somebody said, they wanted to put her baby in the microwave which is fucking crazy for That's anybody horrible. to want to say about a baby yeah mm. like but i mean those people are out there you know and i don't know i i, I don't like what she's done but yeah. i do not want to see her dead you know i don't want to see her hurt herself or anybody hurt her um, no for sure but I definitely think justice needs to be had and she needs to have some jail time for lying on the stand the way that she has, or at least spend some time in a psychiatric facility to get help. Yeah, she needs something. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm surprised that she hasn't, that Elon, and you know what? They did mention that case with Elon, that she had something to go on, going on with Elon. Um, the, um, originally, they had went to court over their, uh, they had made some, what are they called? Like eggs together or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, when they had split, so they had um, inseminated some, what are they called? Not fetuses. Eggs. They well, have not, some. Um... Not eggs either. There's like another word for it when you inseminate the eggs with the sperm yeah. and then freeze yeah. them or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so Elon wanted them destroyed. 
but she but won she the case. Yeah, and so everybody's speculating that this literally is Elon's baby. Um, so you know what? This is what I've heard. Now, this is all speculative. It's all on the internet, um, all over the internet. I've heard some podcasters mention it. Apparently, she has something on Elon. Oh, yeah, I heard that she was, like, blackmailing Elon or something. Exactly. And that, because Elon could have fought for those eggs, like, could have fought to have them destroyed. He, he really could have if he really wanted to. Yeah. If he really wanted to and he didn't. They're saying that she has something on him. And he didn't that, testify and stuff, too, which is, yeah, I want to say, not, he, you know, at a, he has so much going on already. He probably didn't even give two shits about being in this. No. And then also seeing how crazy she really was because she was making him think that Johnny was abusing her. Oh, yeah. And so he was willing to get security for her and all these things. And all that. And yeah. So I think it's come to light to him now, too, how mm-hmm. crazy she really was and how really it was flip a script. And mm-hmm. um, I think yeah. he's just kind of over there doing what he's doing, which is a lot, um, and really just can't be bothered with Amber's stuff, you know. Do you think he 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 he? Um, I'm sure he supports that child. I don't think he would be the type to be like, no. Mm, I don't know. I, honestly, I don't know. But. I think that's interesting. They were saying a lot of that she has some black, some too. She was blackmailing Elon, and she has some stuff on him. And apparently, there were these parties up in Silicon Valley that were very oh, private yeah. parties, like sex and, parties. And I googled, it and apparently he did one, but he said they said that he'd wear that it one. Do what? It you cut out? Say it again. I googled it, and yeah, there is there is information on that, but apparently he thought that it one like according to this article i'm not quite sure how true it is allegedly he went to one but he said that he didn't know it was one but he did stay for a period of time and then left yeah i don't know and i had heard something about that too like these sex parties and stuff it's just really and i know he likes burning man and I would imagine that he likes psychedelics and um, things to that extent, love drugs. Um, Mm -hmm. But I've also heard him talk about how basically sex without procreation is senseless. Um, And that really it's an unnecessary thing. Like we why are it's it's a very silly thing that we seek sexual um gratification without the seeking of procreation so that's funny but that but that's that's almost contradicting because if that was the case right he had yeah. his kids with grimes through surrogate if i'm not mistaken uh the second one the second one through a sur- yeah. sur- If that's the case, why would you? And then Amber had hers through a sur- surrogate, right? And they had so, fertilized the eggs. Fertilized the eggs. There you go. They had fertilized the embryos. Embryos. That's the word. That's yeah. The word. So I mean, 
obviously he had sex with Grimes. I'm guessing maybe it was artificially inseminated into Grimes for their first baby. I don't know. But I mean, it is very contradictory for people to say he's been at these sex parties, but I've seen him speak a few times about sex without procreation really just being a moot point. But then, but then he has a baby via sur- the second baby with Grimes via surrogate. So that's that's what it doesn't. Unless he says, "Let's have a second baby." I just don't want to have a relationship with you. Which, I mean, how many kids does this guy have, and well, how many babies? Mamas. And Grimes, him and Grimes are kind of like relationships still. Mm-hmm. Like they're not living together and stuff because he's so busy but I was saying you know I just listened to the podcast with Lex Friedman who had Grimes on and her Mm -hmm. and Elon are still they're they're basically like partners like they're Mm -hmm. not necessarily like all together all the time because he has everything that he got you know the spaceships and everything the rockets and everything um Tesla all the companies solar city all the things that he's working on um but they're literally best friends. So so they still have a partner situation. She had to have known about Amber Heard, though, having the baby and having the whole. Yeah, she's not. She's well, not. And, and the whole thing with like him and Amber having a threesome and stuff, right? Like. With a uh, Cara Delevingne. I heard about that. Nugget alleged. Yeah, I heard about that. Well. That was part of the Josh Drew's deposition in the UK case. Oh, that was? He, t- he testified under oath that it was his understanding that produced in this case, but he did for the UK case, it was part of his deposition that he was under the understanding that um, Amber and Kara Delevingne had a threesome with Elon Musk. Oh, wow. Yeah, which surprisingly, that was not brought out in this case from that testimony, which would have been really great for Johnny, but it was kind of just hearsay because yeah. he, he didn't hear it from Amber. He heard it from, um, I think, their friend Rocky Pennington or something like that. So it was, I mean, it was hearsay. So they didn't really use it. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that yeah. that rumor. I mean, who knows, man? Elon, whatever puts your boat. Yeah. It's just as long as he's happy. Yeah, so him and Grimes are still together. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, they're whatever they are. They're not, they don't have a name. She's <laughs> just like my friend and she kicks it with him. Interesting. I think that's interesting. Yeah, I um, mean, they, they have a very similar idea for the way that life should look in the future for like mm-hmm. the Earth and for Mars and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So she's really it's cool, really good. interesting. Um, I really haven't been a huge fan of Grimes, but when I listened to that podcast the other night, it was pretty interesting. Uh, so. I must check it out. I must check it out. Anyway, I think, Michelle, it's about that time. All right. All right, so we're, I think we're good. Oh my goodness. We're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna wrap it up. Wrap it up. So if you enjoy our podcast, go ahead and subscribe. You'll be notified Subs- of every podcast that gets dropped. <laughs> 
subscribe. It's late. It's late. We podcast late. 